everyone. Welcome to Directly to You. It's our Nintendo podcast. We do it every week. This is the 74th week, not in a row, but we've been doing it in a row for a long time. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? We were keeping yeah. count for a while. Uh, I think that stopped at like eight weeks or something. And <laughs> Pretty it, much. It was just done. Uh, but the, I think since 47 is the first one that we've been that consistent you were just since. Like, eh, forget it. And the reason I know that or well, that was the one I it was something around there. At least that was the one where I made my um, my Pro Tools template or whatever, because that's the week that it's always like, do you want to call this file episode 47? And I'm like, no, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to. That's wrong. But whatever. Nevertheless, go on. Uh, yeah. Housekeeping stuff. This will help us be consistent for the rest of all time. You know what I mean? Uh, you could support us monetarily by going to youtube.com slash fanatics four and joining as a member by clicking that join button at the tip top of the screen next to the subscribe button and the like button that you should also click. Uh, those mm-hmm. are free though. Um, if you want to support us monetarily at no cost to you and you want to take that money from Jeff Bezos, you can do so if you have Amazon Prime and linking your Amazon Prime to your Twitch Prime, you get a free subscription. I'm still looking at the camera, but you guys can't <laughs> see us. Um, <laughs> True. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a, that's the thing and that stuff. Uh, working on the Twitch stuff again. There's we got some schemes. We're scheming mm-hmm. for Twitch. Uh, but TBD on that, I'm trying. I'm trying to do everything in my power to not have to buy another computer because I already spent this computer yeah. already costs a lot of money, and I don't want to get another computer just <laughs> just to stream because <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to use it for anything else. I would literally right. only use it to stream. Um, and unfortunately, you can't just get like a cheap computer to do that. Yeah, really, exactly. it needs to be at least powerful yep. enough to do it well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so. I'm AJ. Uh, this is Parker. How you doing, Parker? I'm doing great. It's been a busy week. We'll get into why later, but it's I'm doing great. You playing any video games? Video games you playing? Fire Emblem? I with yep. With the time <laughs> that I have to play video games this specific week, I'm playing Fire Emblem. Um, How far? I, so okay, I'll be the context of that is I'm going to be out of town the next two weeks, so yep. I won't be on the podcast the Brett next two weeks. Parker, we'll have dude. other guests instead. Brett. I'll be dead um, for all intents and purposes, but. I am doing my videos for the next two weeks ahead of time. And like, I was thinking about it and like, I think ours are to me, at least it seems like ours are harder than some other channels just because they're more like creative based mm-hmm. as opposed to like, sometimes they're reactionary hundred percent, but like mm-hmm. obviously the two that I'm doing for the next two weeks aren't like, just yeah, here's like the, the news the thing reactionary my ones thoughts. are so much easier, which is why yeah. they can be done <laughs> the day of, you know, yeah. But the the creative ones are just like, like after making one of those where I had to like completely think of like what the concept is and what my thoughts are on this concept mm-hmm. and like like flesh it out and do all that stuff. I'm just like I don't want to do anything else today. <laughs> so you <laughs> yeah. you had to like do that two times. Yeah, technically so three because you had to do yeah your, exactly your video so, this week. Yeah, so it's been busy on that front, but good nevertheless. Uh, but yeah, Fire Emblem. It's man, it's still great. I like it a lot. The story's definitely getting really interesting um I, chapter? I know a chapter i'm on now because i'm actually I'm definitely well, way behind you i'm sure because i was behind you last time um yes. <laughs> i think i'm on chapter eight i'm maybe like 21 <laughs> oh man yeah. i was curious how many chapters there are you i don't even want to i'm not I'm gonna on ask part two okay i'm guessing part two is after the time skip or yeah. whatever okay so that's how it's split up all right 
I'm very curious about all that stuff, how that's going to pan out. Can't but say I'm still it, like, oh, definitely don't. I'll be they, furious. There's stuff in the trailer and like the thumbnails. Like, why though? Like, why is that <laughs> there? That's oh, weird. you mean like that it's a spoiler or whatever? Yes, 100%. Yeah. I've, I can think of one thing that I've noticed that somebody somebody said like somebody spoiled me on and then like half spoiled it and i thought it was really funny that they did and they were it was they were trying to say it harmlessly but they were like they kind of spoiled me on this thing and i was like you could have not said it too (laughs) theoretically but now like i i realize that that's a plot point of some sort but whatever um but no still combat's great uh golden deer blah 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 blah. Raphael, if you're not golden deer get Raphael on your team please yeah, I know. Did you recruit a bunch of people or kind of stuck to your main? Do, yeah, group? I didn't even bother with that. I recruited some people by accident, um, <laughs> but I didn't, I was just Who like, did you recruit by accident? Uh, Manuela. Okay. Nice. She just, you know, she just always yeah. talking to me. So I'm like, all right, right, whatever, dude. And then I wanted to do the lessons or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was playing in handheld mode. So I just looked mm-hmm. for like the different icon. I'm not like trying to read that because I don't got freaking eyes for that. Um, and they both have like a special icon on the left where it's like recruit and also the lesson thing. So yeah. I pressed that and she was like, sure. Why not? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am curious, like I'm before the time skip. And so don't say anything, I guess, but like, mm. I'm curious how after the time skip, if I've recruited most people from the black Eagles and like, I don't know, all the teams are supposed to be against each other after the time skip. I don't know how that's going to work. Like, will they have no students and it'll just, you know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. I'm definitely curious how that's going to pan out. Um, cause I saw some guy on Twitter. He was like, I recruited everybody. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I saw that. How does that work? Like, I don't. So I'm curious. Um, if there's a non spoiler too, yeah. because, Oh yeah. Cause you, yeah. Yeah. Something <laughs> happened. And I'm like, Ooh, like what if, what if I did this different? Like what would, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. <sighs> Yep. Do you feel like you're pretty close to the end of this point? Or? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought I, I was already done, but then something else happened. And it's like, oh, nope. <laughs> That's some games do that better than others. I'll definitely say we're like, there's some games where like, no, I thought we were done. Yeah. I <laughs> and think then, this game did it well because it was like, there is like, I don't know. See, I don't know if the plot point is going to be the same for you. Um, but a plot mm, oh, point, yeah. yeah, a plot point happens, and that becomes the goal. Where it's like, oh, you got to yep. do this thing, but the thing that is already obviously the goal before that thing happens is still very yep. much so a thing. We um, should, when we're both done with the game, leave it for the end of a podcast at some point, and yeah. just like you know, and then just talk about our different experiences. Maybe I'll see if Mitch can come on at that point too, because he's he's further than me as well, um, and he's Blue Lions, so we'll have. The three different it, Did he get to the time skip yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think uh, he's a couple. He's like chapter 11, maybe. Mm. I might be chapter 9. I'm pretty sure I'm... Yeah, maybe I'm chapter 9 at this point. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's a whole lot of fun. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'll have a lot of time to play it next week. Um, and I... So, yeah, next week I have like a work trip. And I'll be in the car, not driving. Somebody else is driving. So I'll just get to hang out for like four hours as we drive down to Marietta, Georgia. Um, So video game times probably is going to happen. 
But I just bought another Switch charger too. I'm buying all sorts of stuff. Nice, like uh, a battery pack charger, or no, like a just new... a regular charger. Because like I want to have one mostly just so I can play handheld and not have to unplug it from my regular dock. Yeah, um, that's mostly good reason. Why I did it. <laughs> but also so I can just like put one in my bag and be like, that's just it, you know? Yep. Um, that's a really good. Yeah, I I'm like contemplating. Like yeah, so the new switch is out, yeah. and I'm thinking about getting that before the trip, um, mm-hmm. so that I can because have the Fire Emblem only lasts like two hours and fifteen yeah. minutes. Like I played it for twenty minutes the other day, and it went from a hundred percent to fourteen per, or to sorry eighty six percent. It went down by fourteen percent in twenty minutes, and I was you like, just completely yes. gave up on Ashley getting the yellow switch. Like, I know, it, seriously. So I'll probably maybe be getting that um but yeah that's about all i've been playing you didn't play anything else uh what type of question is that um obviously <laughs> i'm playing brawlhalla oh, um, oh no your favorite <laughs> i would never in life play brawlhalla side note um a different smash ripoff uh today there's a there's another smash major happening right now and they, okay. they, uh one of the other smash ripoffs uh rivals of aether i probably made four people angry and they're like hey oh, look that game's trash uh so they they like were announcing some crap that nobody cares about you know because who's looking for rivals of aether updates dumb people that too uh so the the developers are up on the stage or whatever and they're like yeah we're like working on the net code and then i freaking sent that to bob because like that's a meme uh where it's like net code's not a thing yeah right uh it's just something that people say to sound smarter than they are and mm-hmm. they're developers, and they just straight up said netcode. So I sent it to Bob, and he was like, that hurts our theory. And I was like, no, this is Rivals of Aether. That, if anything, it makes our theory even more sound. Because <laughs> Rivals yeah. of Aether is garbage. Um, but yeah, so I've been watching that Smash Bros. major thing. I've been mm-hmm. doing the Smash Bros. tournaments. I'm angry because they have an event tournament, but Pokemon Trainer isn't in the event tournament, so that event tournament doesn't exist as far Wait, as Wait, what do you mean? Um... There's a heroes versus villains or something like that. Oh, uh, gosh. Gotcha. And Pokemon Trainers is not one of the options that you could pick. Plus, it's four players and it's just, it's yeah. dumb. It's so that's dumb. Part, like part of the online tournament thing from yeah. 4.0? Yeah. Gotcha. So is this kind of like replacing Splatfests, do you think, in a certain uh, way? Kind of, I guess. But I, I mean, obviously, completely different game, all yeah. that stuff. But as like a, you know, kind of thing to rally yeah. around. I, I, I don't think that they make as big of a deal of it you know like it doesn't yeah. feel like a thing that you do yeah. and like do this to get this or whatever like i don't even think you get anything uh mm-hmm. you might get like a, a freaking spirit but like <laughs> who cares dude they don't even have descriptions see i would care way more about spirits if they had descriptions honestly yeah that's a really good point i felt the same way playing through it and i was like oh that's a cool character who is it though? I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, all right, girl, girl in mask, you know, and that's like all it's called or something too. Cause in the game that it's from girl in mask didn't have a name or something like that. So you're like, how do I just look up girl in mask? Or I'm just making that up by the way. That's yeah, not a real thing. Garbage, but that kind dude. of thing definitely happened where I was We're like, in 5.0, <laughs> give me that in the update instead of whatever stupid kid. Take banjo out. Cause he's probably going to be cheap too. Uh, take him out of the game. <laughs> No, I'm joking. You love Hero, don't but, I? But no, Hero's <laughs> pure garbage, dude. Like, yep. 
Hero is the worst. And I don't even get cheesed by him that much because he's not like hard to play against for Pokemon right. Trainer. Um, but the times that you do get cheesed, it's like, oh, come on, dude. Like you had 147%. I had 20 <laughs> and I'm dead. That makes no yeah. sense. You know, like mm -hmm. that type of stupid crap. But yeah, uh, he's a party character for sure. And like, I think he perfectly fits my style of playing. He's probably so, he's so trash. <laughs> he's so trash. <laughs> Which is just fun. Like even but, at a party, yeah. I'm not inviting whoever picks hero ever again. True. Cause like that's just garbage, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, man. Like, come on. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, I remember playing brawl back with my college roommates, and it was just funny the different ways that we'd all. So, like, two of them were would practice competitively, or I mean, you know, in that kind of a style. Mm -hmm. Still, a lot less than you, or probably you know a lot of other people. But that same kind of idea, like you know, playing against other folks or whatever. Um, and then two of us were like, yeah, we're pretty good, but we spam some of the same things and like, just, you know, we do all right. And to have be fun. Fair, and like, competitive players spam a lot too. That's true. Yeah. One of the dudes literally would just, it, Oh man, it, it frustrated me so bad. He would just sit as Lucas and just spam up his up smash. Like and in four player, you just run into it all the time. Mm -hmm. And yep. I, Oh man, it made, made me mad. But, um, and especially because he was like, Oh, whatever doesn't matter that annoyed me but then my fifth roommate who like barely played at all did not care about the fact that he would just come in as pikachu and use thunder the whole time oh, and it was like here we go y'all like we're doing it of smash brothers 100 he was you know he was like yep this is how we're doing it we're having fun and we were like we're having fun please get out of here but it was fun nevertheless so the worst that was all that stuff yeah uh but yeah is that all you've been playing uh hmm yep <laughs> cool speaking of smash bros i didn't actually uh throw this in here anywhere um evo happened this yes, last week it did and tell i tell me your thoughts that. about all that i'm sad still so um <laughs> the grand finals was a pokemon trainer yep. uh main question mark he's like he's the number two ranked player in the world and he wow. fittingly faced the number one best player in the world there you go uh and he like was a, a wario main like that's who he mainly used but he uses <laughs> a lot of different characters and he recently picked up pokemon trainer and he i'm talking like maybe two months ago max mm -hmm. he started using pokemon trainer he won a major <laughs> with pokemon <laughs> trainer and yeah. then immediately after that the next major day he went to was evo and he got to the grand finals and neither matter of fact he didn't drop a game or, or a set he didn't drop a set the entire tournament and yep. okay leo actually who's the one that won he uh -huh. actually lost a set uh -huh. and got sent to losers and he came all the way back from losers into winners and beat tweak i was upset because i wanted <laughs> pokemon trainer to win again um yep. even though he probably would have gotten nerfed if he did um, that's a good point but like i don't know it it's a blessing like, in disguise you know it seems like sakurai wants pokemon trainer to work in the way that you would think that it should so mm. like the nerf that pokemon trainer did get i don't care because like it just made them more balanced you know like mm. before it was ivysaur was just the one that you use right 90 yeah. percent of the time because squirtle's good but he can't like he can kill but like his kills are like pretty technical um because yeah. his most reliable kill is you have to like 
uh, essentially send your opponent into tumble and then jab them before their animation. Like there's like a certain state course, that yes, you're yes, in totally. that you can you can jab them <laughs> and you specifically have to use your first jab. You can't use the like rapid jab. You can't jab twice. Uh -huh. You jab once. Stop that jab. They jump up. If they don't have high enough percent, you jab them again. They jump up again. If they have high enough percent, you forward smash them. And you have to do it while they're in the air, like when mm. they jump up on the ground. And then that, gotcha. they're, they're just dead. Um, yeah. But like, turns out that's not the most reliable way to kill somebody in a, a fast paced <laughs> match where you're playing yeah. somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Uh, also, if they tech, then it, it doesn't work. Um, which teching, for people that don't know, if you hit the ground, that means you didn't tech. But if you roll to like to left or towards your opponent or in place by hitting the shield button right before you drop on the mm. ground, that's tech. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. Well, now Charizard's better. So Charizard does his job. Where nice. It, that's the, the whole point is like rack up percent with uh Squirtle, go in the IV to like try to close it out until you mm -hmm. get high percent and then switch to Charizard so he can tank out the high percentage kill moves and stuff, but he's also there to like wreck the dude because all his yeah. moves kill. And now <laughs> his moves are just better at doing that. Um <laughs> yep. so yeah. Nice. That's the Smash Bros. hour. MK yeah. one. That's cool. I don't have a problem with it. See, that's the thing though. Like Smash Brothers uh has this thing. And I I mean I'm pretty sure that just happens generally in whatever's yeah. competitive. There there's usually the guy that is just the dude that wins everything. Like last time it was <laughs> uh zero, like in Smash mm -hmm. 4, and now it's MK Leo. And yep. it get, just gets to a point where everybody starts to hate him. I don't hate MK Leo. I just wanted Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Tra I just wanted Tweak to win specifically because he plays the character that I use, and that's yep. it. <laughs> uh -huh. Which is like kind of polar opposite to how a lot of like competitive Smash Bros. players look at their characters. Because like everybody is usually like, "Oh, my character is the worst in the game. They're really bad," you know. Which is kind of mm. like a soft brag of like, right, "I'm really like, good at this game because I use a character yeah. that's garbage." But like, uh -huh. no, nah, I'm like, nah, Pokemon trainers dope. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I just want to see him win stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the Smash Brothers <laughs> hour. Good stuff. Tune in next week. Yeah, we'll Smash talk more Con. about some stuff related to that when we get to your video later, um, yeah. which I could have just waited and talked about it then, sure. but I forgot that that's we were going to yeah. all mm -hmm. that stuff. So, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, but some news that's kind of breaking-ish or whatever, but is news as of today, which was yesterday for anybody listening on Saturday when this comes out. Um, some Walmarts, I can't tell if it's some or just one Walmart, but it seems like more than one. But... Um, I'll, I'll check the article. It seems to be sure. like a varying thing because some Walmarts yeah. completely well to like not step on where you were trying to go with it. <laughs> uh, some Walmarts are pulling advertisements for violent games. Some mm -hmm. Walmarts are completely taking the games out of their yeah. Out of their, like that's <laughs> there's insane. A there's a picture of it's the Switch and Xbox cases at this one Walmart. Um, and there's literally like three games on the switch side, which is really funny because it's I mean, it's like so it's like NBA 2K19, FIFA 19, Mario Kart 8. And that's that's like it. Um, so it, a lot of those other games, it's like, I don't know if I'd really even consider these violent. Like I get, you know, Super Mario or uh, yeah, Super Mario Odyssey or something like that. Is that violent because you're jumping on things? I mean, I guess you play as a tank. So I don't I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think that it doesn't. I think that it. 
you know, like, I don't want to use the word. I'm not going to use that word because it does. It's not as drastic as that would imply in the context of this whole discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was going to say de- desensitized, but it's not. Again, it's mm. not that dramatic. Right. But like, if you think like, oh, I'm going to stomp on that dude's head. That yeah, like we talked about last yeah. week with kids and stuff where you're like, oh, it's kind of weird to say. Yeah, yeah, right, totally. Right, right, So like in Mario, though, it's a cartoon. It's yeah. like kiddish and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't, yeah. it seems benign or it is benign. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, it's rated for children for a reason, yes. you know, like. What I mean, what is that like? Because like they're not saying take Looney Tunes off the TV and you know like yeah. Marvel movies goodbye, you know like that yeah. that sort of thing. It's like it's specifically video games. And mm-hmm. again, to add more context to this because we didn't even really talk about that. Yeah. Um, in response to the, like um, the mass shootings that happened in Texas and Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I think El Paso and Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. And El Paso's Texas and Dayton. Yes, Bye. correct. Um, <laughs> Adding context. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, like, and every time something like this happens, people look for a scapegoat and they say, like, they pick one side or another and it's like, oh, you mm-hmm. got to do this. Oh, no, you got to do that. And in this mm-hmm. case, that affects us particularly is everybody's like, oh, it's video games fault. Mm-hmm. Um, which is stupid. And people that play video games know that it's stupid. But, like, mm-hmm. also, like... It's it's like a rough issue because like on some level I do know some people that are more violent because of video games, mm. um, but I wouldn't say that that I think that's a them issue more so right. than it's a like because like if the, if that same person lost in Monopoly they would be the same way. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the tricky thing. So I was I was looking up um, looking into like therapists and stuff like that around town and noticed that some of them had um or that as part of the things so there's like anxiety depression blah 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 blah. and one of the things was and this was a topic a couple months ago but video game addiction Mm -hmm. as one of the things which i just think is is interesting because i don't think we might have talked about this when it happened maybe it was before i joined i don't remember but in any case like in my opinion, I think addiction is like, or like chronic addiction is, you know, more of the, more of the issue there. And then video games is an outlet or yeah. your phones, your phone is an outlet or, um, I mean, there's like with drug addiction, there's an actual like chemical component related to that specific chemical that's in the drug and like different things like that, where there's, you know, specific, um, chemicals related to a product of some sort. Um, but, but a lot of other things, you know, that's not exactly the case, like video game addiction or so like, similarly, I think, yeah, it's 100% a, a, a situation of like, yes, this is, this, can happen in extreme cases but it's Mm -hmm. extreme cases and the chances of it are very small and the direct Mm -hmm. cause of it is not the video game itself right yeah Uh, like that same person that just so happened to get addicted to video games Mm because that's their vice would have gotten addicted to movies in the same way or whatever you know like Mm -hmm. the medium isn't the issue it's the the problem of addiction itself that's the issue and that's mm-hmm. what's happening here like yeah. video games themselves are not what makes people violent it's just you're just a violent person <laughs> and <laughs> this is your outlet you know yeah um yeah just, i thought like so reggie tweeted out I, other people had before him and he just retweeted it, i think but that graph that showed 
um, violence in, or specifically gun violence in the U S versus other countries that had. So it was like a chart of all the countries that had high video game grossing numbers. And Mm -hmm. then next to it, um, a chart with those same countries and, uh, and shootings. Yeah. And the U S was literally the only one, you know, which I mean, makes sense because we also are one of the only ones that has, the gun laws that we have and stuff like that. So, yeah. Cause um, I mean, like the stat that everybody's talking about is there's like one gun, at least for every man, woman and child in the country. That's, Obviously yeah. that's not actually the thing. Like not right. everybody has a gun. There's uh-huh. like, I, I but think some people that, have like 12 guns yeah, or something I think like the that. The stat yeah. was that 50% of the guns that are in the country are owned by 3% of the country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, with, you know, without getting too much into the political side, it's it's just interesting that this same Walmart that pulls all the video games then still has guns for sale yeah. in that same Walmart. You know, See, like, and that, that's the other thing that's weird about it, because like people were saying that and they're like, well, get rid of your gun section. I was like, wait, go, Walmart has a gun section. My Walmart doesn't have a gun section. <laughs> I don't. Ah, maybe my Walmart has a gum, gun section. Gum section. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I'll have. Uh, I don't go to that section or that area, so like I don't really know. But yeah, I don't think I would my, be too I don't think surprised. The near me has a gun section. Yeah, um, at least one's like not too far from me. Like so, I'm if I'm like in the kind of suburbsy around Nashville, Tennessee mm-hmm. kind of area. So it's you know I'm in the south, but uh, but then if you go 30 minutes outside of where I'm at, you'll get to like the south you know in more rural areas and stuff like that so i wouldn't be surprised if those places do but yeah just overall it's it's an interesting uh thing and it does sound like so for some context i think walmart responded and stuff and they said this isn't like a policy specifically that they have going forward or anything like that it's more out of respect um which i mean is is fine but is also kind of i don't know it does it does add to the whole like rhetoric of it's the fault of video games not yeah, it's something bigger stupid. than that that we need to address a little more specifically in some way or another like obviously i think that's getting only barely political <laughs> i think the thing that frustrates me just about the way that people address these kinds of topics is instead of trying to figure out something that we all can like just agree on to make it even a step better it's like either it's just completely one side or the other, you know, that's kind of the problem with the bipartisan system and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But like the same way that you and I talk about video games and have different opinions and like come to kind of consensuses of sorts or whatever. Oh no, you're just dumb. (laughs) We established this. Uh, Oh, forgot about that. Sorry. We established this. Um, But like, I think there's like steps that everybody could have, or that the majority of people yeah, could agree on to like, make it a there, little bit there better. There are people if on else. like both sides of the aisle that play video games, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think that apart from this discussion yeah. that we're like having, and people feel mm-hmm. like they need to be on one side or the other within gaming because they're on one side or another, regards to in regards to everything else with yeah. the two different sides or whatever. Um, I don't think that they would say in a vacuum that like, yeah, video games make you violent or whatever, Mm because then they would be saying, yeah, man, video games make you violent. That's why I want my guns, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it just just wouldn't make sense. After I play Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, I just like to just hold my gun, you know. No, no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I think that it's weird that everything is like, I mean, 
just by definition, pretty much everything is political. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why everybody has to make it about politics in that like very direct and like in like div- in their... divisive way you know yes Where it's right. about it's about the presidential election all of a sudden right. like it's yeah. that type of issue or about just being democratic or being republican like it's, yeah that's i 100 percent agree that's the thing that frustrates me is like when it's like well this is my ideology so i'm gonna agree with my ideology of of the uh the political party rather than just what i you know think is best as a person and like all the things that make sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I also, you know, I, I see plenty of less so now actually, but plenty of like Nintendo fanboys or Xbox fanboys or, or PlayStation fanboys or whatever. And like, I think when you become engrossed in the thing and like, you know, we mostly partake in video game news, like that's the thing that we focus on. So like, if you're mostly focusing on Republican or democratic news and that's like, the echo chamber that you're stuck in, like it's just natural that that would become the thing that, you know, kind of overwhelms what you're used to thinking or whatever. So, but it does make it harder to have more reasonable and helpful discussions that make progress happen in one direction or another. Yeah. It's it's a rough situation. I think that uh, just on the topic of the topic itself, that's dumb. I don't think video games <laughs> cause violence. Yep. I've been playing video games for freaking 25, almost 26 years of my life. Yep. And I never once wanted to freaking shoot somebody, you know? Yep. Barely even in games, honestly. <laughs> uh, that's also true. Uh, so there's yep. that. Yeah, mistakes are happening, and also mistakes are happening with E3 and the ESA. The ESA (laughs) is pure garbage, and we (laughs) need to all stop going to E3. I think that uh, in the future, like if we cover the 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 announcements from E3, I don't Mm want to use E3, you know, Mm. branding. I don't want to call the video e320 i don't want to do any of that it's just going to be oh nintendo announced the thing because e3 is garbage and it (laughs) needs to die i think the thing it's it's hard because like e3 to is synonymous with like excitement about video game news but like really it has nothing to do with the event itself that's just the event that's hosting the video game news or a platforms for the video game news to yeah. happen you know because in um, 2006 when you had to watch it on spike tv it mattered that it right. was under one umbrella and all of those stuff but now yeah. that like freaking nintendo announces the top selling game of the year mm-hmm. on a random thursday uh yeah. like why yeah. do we need e3 you know like that honestly they could just I, we could just have pretty much that same week and it be called gaming week and like all and the it's companies not owned by the esa <laughs> yeah and like even if there's not a location for it or something like that which obviously there's benefit to there being a location for it for people that aren't us for gaming outlets but or whatever to have is like behind there, closed though, like i think it's literally just I, the behind closed doors kinds of things I is think, all i can imagine i think that the problem with the esa in particular right. is that they step all over the benefit of being there by right. also trying to monetize it and you know bring in like the yeah. general public and all that stuff because then it gets all hazy and stuff like that and like don't get me wrong it's mm-hmm. possible to do both and make it this commercial and also business thing because pax mm-hmm. does it but pax does it so much better <laughs> so much better 
Uh-huh. And I know PAX has their own little uh, situation that people don't like them for. But if I'm being real, I don't really care about that. What's the... I don't know uh, what their situation Colin is. Colin Moriarty, who's... Uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They're, they're like, uh, they uh, canceled his panel or whatever, mm-hmm. and they won't say why. But yep. people are like, it's political, blah, blah. I'm not getting into that. I don't really care <laughs> about that. Um, yeah. It's not like they completely ousted this man and were like, he threw, they didn't freaking dox him. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, they still gave him the passes and all this. So it was more so about the panel itself. And it became this symbolic thing. And then he mm-hmm. wanted to rally behind like, oh, um, poor me or whatever. Because it's like. It, I don't want to talk about that part. <laughs> but anyway, the point is, PAX is better than E3. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> PAX has tried to buy out E3 before, like talked about it, or maybe just some... I know on the Spawn Wave, they talked about um, PAX and E3, and either they were saying that they have thought about trying to do it, or just that they should, which are two very different things. <laughs> yeah, I don't know but, if Penny Arcade could do that. Yeah, I don't um, know either. But, I mean, they can try if they yeah. have the capital. I doubt it. But they yep. could try. But then again, I mean, E3's dying, so. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so. I mean, as, partly it was, as a product it was dying of, even apart from this. This just yeah, is right. like the nail in the coffin. I think it's, I mean, it's just getting a worse and worse rap anyway. But I don't know if we even actually specifically said what it is that they did. But the ESA leaked. I don't know if I um, want to say. <laughs> leaked some information about some people. Yeah. And it's frustrating and annoying. Yeah. To, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably fine to say. I don't know because it's not like whatever. Is Maybe it? Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you could just straight up Google like the thing, yeah. you know, and just find it at this point. Because I know people were doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is it's a stupid. It's dumb. And yep. ESA like needs to go somewhere and never come back. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's frustrating. Um, so yeah, ESA just keeps making mistakes, and some other ones. We'll just we'll come back to that if we have more to say about it. Here we go on to the next thing, though. Also related to the ESA is a Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are getting together. I don't know. I don't know what getting together means in this context. That's not yeah. really specified, but are all working to get the ESA to. It mentions the ESA, but I don't really know, to be honest, what involvement they specifically have. Um, But to try to get publishers to, like, tell or what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, whatever. Tell the percentages of likelihood and loot boxes to disclose. Yes, disclose. That's the good fancy word that I was looking for Um, on their platforms. So, like, you know, if you're playing FIFA or whatever and you get a loot box in there that you would see in this loot box, there's like a. 2% 2% chance of getting the player that you want or however that works. I don't know. I've never played FIFA. Um, so yeah, they're working on that, but it's coming from Microsoft, Nintendo and Sony, which uh, I am curious if they're working at all together on this or because the fact that they're all three working on it at the same time seems a little coincidental for them all three to be working on it like i could see two of them coincidentally at the same time but all three is it could be a thing of like microsoft or Nintendo, probably microsoft just based mm-hmm. on how things are happening being like we need to do this and then they go to nintendo and they're like we need to do this and nintendo's like i guess we'll try to get <laughs> sony and then yep. they're both like we need to do this and sony's like no but okay fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yep. And so here's an update uh, as of 
more recently too on this is um, the ESA has provided more details on loot box disclosures saying that platform holders are targeting to implement them in 2020. The trade group released a list of its member companies that have pledged to release loot box disclosure odds on all new games by the end of 2020. That list includes Activision Blizzard, Bandai Namco Entertainment, Bethesda, Bungie, Electronic Arts, oh, Microsoft, Ooh. Nintendo, Sony Interactive Entertainment, Take-Two Interactive, Ubisoft, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, and the Wizards of the Coast. Um, yeah, and so this it also gives this article also mentions that Apple mandated loot box disclosure for iOS games in 2017, and then Google did the same with Google Play the next year. But I don't know if I've noticed that before. Like I've yeah, played I games, I've I feel like yeah, like Doctor Mario. I guess maybe I haven't I haven't ever put in money like I I don't know true. where it would stop that's you. So true. that's the I've never put in money so you know maybe it's really obvious at that point but who's to say um curious Let what us it would know. look like if you know if you've seen disclosure for <laughs> loot box stuff in mobile games let us know indeed in the comments Indeed, indeed. I'm talking so, you, Bianca or Grimhain, who are the people <laughs> that usually give us this sort of information when we ask for it. <laughs> That's right. We got smart people down, up in here. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be finding out more about that kind of as time goes on. But it's it's good progress in any case. But it's just like ESA doesn't do anything. <laughs> like they're not doing this, and that's their job. They're so supposed garbage. To be. Just cancel them. They're canceled. <laughs> For, uh, yeah, for anybody who doesn't specifically know, the ESA is the company. I'll, I'll probably explain this a little bit wrong, so feel free to correct me, AJ. Um, but who cares about their description? You know, if you get it wrong, doesn't matter. They don't really do anything <laughs> worthwhile anyway. <laughs> um, they're not the game rating board. That's the ESRB, but they're the one that kind of like is the uh, almost lobbying company sort of for gaming as a whole and like keeping it organized or like uh, to try to create rules and regulations for gaming platforms and all that to make sure that everything stays above board and good and whatever. So they're the ones, though, that decided uh, like last year when or maybe two years ago at this point when everybody was making a really big stink about loot boxes kind of for the first time that they were like, nope, loot boxes aren't gambling. Don't even have to worry about it. We're fine. Um, I also think ESA is specifically it's just an american um, organization so it would be different in other countries for example belgium's already different and that's where i lived for a while so there you go neato yep. yeah <laughs> that's also doesn't matter moving right along uh some other fun things we got some wonderful announcements of two new nes games. i'm just kidding this is i'm being sarcastic <laughs> uh kung fu heroes and vice project doom are coming to nes online on august 21st AJ, yep. aren't you so excited? Uh-huh. I've been just waiting, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, to be honest, like, there's no, like when they did the NES thing, all the mm -hmm. games that I would have been like, oh, snap, that game's on there, were pretty much accounted for. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so it's like anything new that they had. I think, what, maybe Kirby wasn't on there at first. Yeah, and I think Metroid wasn't, but Drew. they announced that it was coming within yeah, the yeah, next yeah, yeah, you know yeah. months. And uh, Super Mario Bros. Two. Um, nah, I didn't care about that. Uh, man, and that's I mean, yeah, that's I think like Wario Land came or not Wario Land, sorry, uh, uh, Wario's Woods came later, maybe. And I tried that for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Parker's <laughs> uh, summary says. 
Kung Fu Heroes and Vice Project Doom are coming to NES Online on August 21st, which is something. Give us stupid <laughs> SNES games. That's exactly what I wrote. So there you go. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's it's about time. It's almost September. We're going to get, I if we don't get SNES games, I don't know what is going on. Um, They're going to give us Virtual Boy games and we're going to accept it. Yep. Also, they've moved from being around the 15th to slowly, like, I think it was around the 15th for a while that they'd give us new games. And then it was like, eh, more around the 18th and then up to around the 20th. So, like, I mean, sounds like probably if this is August 21st, I don't know, maybe it'll, the SNES stuff will be in line with the, you know, September 20th of the Switch Lite coming out, and they'll just do a big old hullabaloo that day with everything. Yeah, and then we'll get an SNES Switch. It'd be lit. Oh, man. I would be so happy. Be it would be great. Lit. Um, <laughs> yeah, moving along. These, a lot of these ones are kind of just update things, so we'll get in some more conversation things shortly, but here's this, uh, and this is relatively new news that I noticed. Activision had their, I don't know, briefing thing. And they mentioned that they'll be doing more Spyro and more Crash Bandicoot and more remakes of older games. So here's their specific quote. Um, So, Crash Team Racing enjoyed positive critical reviews and strong sales, particularly through digital channels. And they said, we've seen great results from remastering Crash, Spyro, uh, incredible games modernized for today's platforms. Player response. All right. We're not going to call Crash an an incredible game. We're not just going to do that. Uh, Continue. More than incredible games modernized for today's platforms. Player response for each of these has been fantastic. Uh, NST... Uh, the insane what? trilogy. So insane trilogy. You're right. Ten million yeah. copies. This was like somebody's notes during the briefing. I think. Um, yeah. So over ten million copies. Big impact on bottom line. They're reaffirming a reaffirming enduring nature of these franchises beyond remasters. A lot of opportunity to innovate and think about totally new content with these IPs. A lot of growth opportunity for Activision based on these IP stay tuned for future announcements on remasters of other franchises. So this is exciting. Remastering Tony Hawk. You heard it here first. (laughs) Do what? Yeah. (laughs) I think so. The only problem with Tony Hawk, if I think their contract, <laughs> well, then again, yeah. no, because they did Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 and they like made that specifically so that the contract wouldn't go up. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it's all licensing stuff, but mostly to do with the music is my real yeah, guess, because true. like all the bands that were on Tony Hawk one and two or whatever were like kind of up and coming mm-hmm. punk bands or like hip hop bands or whatever. And it was you know, probably pretty easy and cheap to get those. But now like rage against the machine and whatever is like all that's classic music and they're a lot bigger now. So it's going to be way more expensive to acquire any of those licenses. Um, cause they can't just be like, can you just give us this thing again? And then obviously they don't know for sure that they'll have as much sales now as they would have back then or something like that. So I, I mean, it, you'd think that they would, but whatever I'm trying to, um, I'm looking up, I want to do this ahead of time, but I grabbed this. What, Activision games that you would want remastered? That's exactly what, exa- yep, you got it. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty, number one. Man, so many Call of Duties, goodness. The first one, the one that nobody liked. 
but like eventually like it became a thing and then it was the thing and now everybody doesn't like it anymore yeah they could do a, a remake of uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice kind of bring that up to the modern age true <laughs> they could give Just it kidding. easy mode yeah. um Man, I don't know. I'm looking at so many of these games that are there. I don't give a crap about freaking Activision games, you know? Like, they have crash. Garbage. You know what I mean? Yeah. To be honest, a lot of these, I think they would have to go back to the ones in that kind of era or whatever, you know, like platformers and the more Nintendo-esque games, all things considered, as far as just like feel and vibe are probably the ones that would benefit from this the most and probably some old call of duty. It's like, I could see that working out well, uh, as well. Remaster I think pitfall. Yeah, I noticed that too. I don't even really know what pitfall is. You're no, oh, you yeah, I've seen pitfall. pitfall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've never played it, but yeah, I've seen some I played um, pitfall. footage of it garbage. Uh, it was not garbage, it but they could bring that IP up and do something with it. it like that would be kind of interesting. It wouldn't have a whole lot of name recognition to a lot of people these days, but Nevertheless, um, but new Crash and Spyro games, that'd be neat. I'd wonder if they stick to the kind of same Crash formula as far as perspective and all that kind of stuff. Or they can make it good. <laughs> uh, apparently, there was a, a Pitfall remaster sort oh. of situation. Uh, Pitfall 3D. Oh, my. And it probably looks like garbage. Probably. Ooh. Yeah, yeah sounds, that sounds like the worst. Sounds trash. Remastered oh, Tony Hawk's Pro no. Skater 3 or 2. One of those. Pitfall 3D looks like just butts. <laughs> 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 oh, it's a PS1 game. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It's, but yeah, that's, this looks like uh, not the kind, like the kind of remake Remastered that you know doesn't two go in well. one DreamWorks Shark Tale plus Shrek 2. <laughs> Yes, please. Activision, that's all we've ever wanted. <laughs> Man. A new, honestly, a new Spyro could be, like, I, I really like Spyro as well. Um, I'll probably get that after it's been out for a bit, once it goes on sale or something. I think um, they have the 007 license. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. Um, I don't know how that applies for GoldenEye and stuff. They'd have to talk to Nintendo. Yeah, right, and, yeah. And, but, like, I don't know Rare, if they have the 007 license for later games or, like, for GoldenEye as well. Or I think know what I mean? it's just all over the place, especially yeah. with that game in particular. <laughs> yep. So let us know in the comments what Activision games would you like to see remastered um, or yeah, remade, tell us rather. all four Activision games that aren't terrible. <laughs> All things considered, like, so with both of these franchises, the Crash Insane Trilogy and the Spyro Reignited Trilogy, although I haven't played the Spyro Reignited Trilogy, they did a good job of bringing the exact same games up to today's standards and making them feel like you thought they, they were when you were a kid. they bring them up to today's standards? <laughs> I'll, give, I'll, give you, I'll give you Crash Team Racing. But that wasn't garbage, though. Uh... Well, but so what I'm saying is, like, regardless of what your thoughts were of those original franchises, they Uh did them. It's not like because I think if they changed them a ton. Okay, so you're saying they 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 just made the garbage look better. Gotcha. They made the the your perceived amount of the garbage. (laughs) They made it prettier, garbage. Got it. Um, no, I do definitely stand by the fact that Crash is not a series that like because Mario, if you're 
you know, most regular Mario levels, if you know what you're doing, um, or if you're paying attention and you're good, you can one shot pretty much any level theoretically, you know, like, yeah. um, cause it's got enough cues and like everything's, you know, worked out that way. Well designed is, uh, yeah, the- exactly. And Sonic is like somewhere halfway in between where it's like, you, it'll take more trial and error for sure. Um, but theoretically, like you can, you know, go through and you can still make it to the end in one piece, but it's just not going to be Depending as fluid. Depending on the Sonic game you're talking about. Yeah, that's probably true. The um, first three and Mania. And yeah. then like there's some other stuff <laughs> strewn about in but between. But Crash 100% is trial and error. Which for a platformer well is like, <laughs> or for a platformer with uh, lives is really annoying um, because that's just a pain to like, well, I lost all my lives because like it kept throwing something new at me that I didn't know was going to happen. And like any of the levels that you, that you're running at the camera away from a rolling boulder, that kind of a thing is like, you can get some of that stuff, right. But a lot of it, you don't know. It doesn't have any cues or whatever. So it's not good. It's not a good idea. Um, you know, what's a better idea than crash. What? Uh, Barbie as the Island princess remaster that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Um, Activision, yeah, yes, man, they have just like a, a vaunted library. You know what I mean? They have great games in their catalog. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna Yo, look this up differently. They can remaster Blade and Blade Two. Uh, interesting. Um, I'm just looking up Activision franchises this time instead. I'm just looking. They don't down have a, a lot. Real big list. The Cabela's Dangerous Hunts 2009. Give it, uh-huh. give it um, to us now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's just a whole bunch of There's so many Call of stuff. Duty games. It's, yeah, man, so many Call of Duty games and not a whole lot of other things. So, in any case, let us know which ones of those you want to see remastered. Um, yeah, there you go. Yep. And with the best segue ever... We got some Pokemon news this week. We sure did. There you go. It was sure the, the segue of the century. Uh, uh, case of the game. Hashtag <laughs> Brexit. Hashtag uh, National Dex. Free, mm-hmm. f- hashtag Free the Guys. That's my favorite one. Wait, what? Hashtag Free, free the, the guys. guys. Yeah, that's my favorite hashtag. As in like all the old Pokemon or yeah. the guys? Yeah, the guys. The old Pokemon, man. The guys. Okay, yeah, you sure, know, of course. We, we yeah. all call them. No females among them. There's, are there? How dare you? How dare yeah. you? How dare you? Uh, uh, even mean, though, like, it, that is a thing, mostly. Like, most Pokemon have very low female ratio, male to female ratio. Interesting. There's, like, one female Pokemon for every eight male ones. Man, I thought uh, most of them were, like, half and half. I guess I never, like, no. looked at it. No, like too I think even Jigglypuff has a higher male to female ratio. That's, yeah, there are some of them where I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? It is funny, too, though, because like my wife and I will be watching Pokemon or something or just talking about Pokemon and different Pokemon. Like she's she's always seen Ash's Pikachu as a girl Pikachu. And I've always mm. seen Ash's Pikachu as a guy Pikachu. Um, and then I think Togepi maybe was the opposite where like I thought of Togepi as a girl Togepi and she thought of uh, Misty's Togepi specifically yes. as a guy Togepi, which okay, I mean, no, never stated, I was but... wrong. It's not, uh, it's not Jigglypuff. It's another okay. Pokemon. There's I'll I probably Clefairy think maybe, I don't know throughout no, here. No, it's something else that is just like, what? 
yeah. <laughs> like that no, doesn't I make any sense. I, I, I definitely remember seeing something along those lines. Um, if you know which Pokemon that is, then there's probably a few. Let us know in the comments. We love comments. Um, but yeah, we got some news this week. Uh, we'll talk about my video and everybody, specifically people's comments on my video a little bit later. But um, do you have any just thoughts on the news? So we got Galarian forms of Pokemon, an evolution of one of those, more Pico, Team Yell, new rivals, and jobs was the uh, so summation. We made a video about this a while ago for Sinnoh. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Sinnoh forms. So, you know what, Nintendo, if you want to <laughs> use any of those, hit us up. You know what I yep. mean? Hit us up. <laughs> if you want to keep up this uh, form situation, because I like yeah. it. Um, Me there's, too. There's a lot of new Pokemon. I don't know how many actual new Pokemon there will be <laughs> because of mm. the, the different ways they have of introducing new Pokemon now. Right. You know, yeah. like, I don't know how, like they could be like, okay, we have 120 new Pokemon or whatever. Right. How many mm -hmm. of those are actually going to be new species and how yep. many of them are going to be like variants on Pokemon that we already have. Mm -hmm. Um, not say again, how I would like, you categorize uh, evolution of prior Pokemon in that? Still, would I you think like uh, what is like his name? Obstagoon. Ob yeah. I think he's a new Pokemon. You're right. Yeah. Um, I would call. I would just say he's straight up new. But yeah. like Galarian, Galarian Weezing, not uh -huh. new, just a no. variant. Same yeah, thing totally. with Zigzagoon and Linu. I mean, they don't have a different Dex number or anything either, right? I'm, I'm pretty so. sure. Yeah, because in. Um, yeah, because in uh, blah, 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 like let's go and the, the game and forms. the games that you didn't play in Sun Moon. <laughs> uh, True, they don't. I would know. Yeah, uh, hashtag free game uh, provided by <laughs> Nintendo. Not mine. I bought it. I gave it for free to Parker, though. That's right. I have yet to play it. But also, I gave shall. it to Dan. <laughs> that same code. <laughs> A different code. I gave him okay. Sun and I gave you Moon. Nice. We can trade and be friends. Oh yeah, uh, we should have mentioned Dan. Uh, in case Rip you're Dan, curious, dude. like I thought, I don't Dan even was going to be on here. Allowed to say why Dan's not here, I should have oh, asked him that. I have no clue. I don't even know the context of things, but we thought he was going to be able to yeah, be on this week, work. and then he had work stuff come up, so yeah, um, so he didn't. But originally, AJ asked him on because he thought I was going to be gone this week and next week, but it's actually the next two weeks. So blah blah blah. blah. Long yeah. story short, no Dan right now, but maybe Dan he'll next be back. Week, but who knows? You Dan know? or someone else or AJ just talking, talking straight at you guys. Yeah, just talking to my computer for an hour <laughs> yep. and a half or two hours, I guess. The show's two hours Something now. like that. <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, any kind of, before we go into the comments, any major thoughts that you have on this news? Um, I wanted to see more about the Pokemon job stuff because I mm -hmm. like crap like that. Yep, you know, same. like more stuff that fleshes out the world and it's not just doing the same thing for 20 years. Um, mm -hmm. You know, introduce a new crap. Uh, <laughs> let me actually play a game instead of going through menus. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that's going to, unfortunately, um, the Pokemon jobs is going to be a menus thing as well. But uh, nevertheless, it won't feel like you? that. How dare you <laughs> even suggest such a thing? I do what I can. Um, but yeah, no. The, let me do more than go through menus, you cowards. <laughs> uh, I want to see more Galarian Pokemon. I think that the, the uh, exclusive evolution thing is a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. That they're just like, oh, he has, like, uh, that would have been crazy if they did that with freaking Execute, you know? If, mm. like, uh, Executor, Alolan Executor was the third of all form. 
Yeah. Instead of just being executor. Right. Yeah. That would have been dope. But they didn't do that. Nope. Um, so here we are. You know what I mean? <laughs> Obstacle's yeah. cool. I want them. Uh, do they, are any of these? No, I don't think so because they didn't put it on the screen. So it's like none of these are like region exclusive. Um, um, oh. Reason usually is though. Oh, you mean like game exclusive? Like yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. game exclusive. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. They didn't mention that. Did they mention that with other Pokemon? I don't think they've mentioned they, it with they any they of the new Pokemon. It, have they? Yeah, they mentioned it uh, with the last like drop of news. They they said a couple of like region exclusives or oh. game exclusives. I forgot. Yeah, because um, last time we got Duraludon, or I probably said that wrong. Whatever. Um, uh, which other new ones did we get last time? I don't know. Uh, Pokemon. Let's go. Gossifleur was that new? No, that was in the E three direct. Um, we got like oh, uh, all creamy or yeah, 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 all creamy. Oh, that's we also somebody pointed out. I think it was Casey DeFritis on the a Nintendo voice chat with IGN, which is a fun show. Um, she pointed out that it's alchemy probably because it's like alchemy. Yeah. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. But we will say, we were saying it the, you know, just the way that sounded not right. <laughs> I don't think that I've even once said that name out loud. So I'm on the right side. Of Good history, on you. you know what I mean? That's right. So many of these Pokemon, it's just hard to know. Um, did you find out which ones were announced? I'm that trying time? to figure it out, but yeah, like, Google Chrome doesn't want to cooperate with me right now. Yeah. Oh, well, so uh, in the meantime, whether we looked that up or not, let's talk about some of these comments. My one of my favorite ones, just because I didn't understand what in the world was happening. Um, <laughs> the comment is probably about 60 or 70 dollars. And I was like, what? <laughs> I immediately knew exactly who he was talking about, yeah. because when you sent me that title, I was like, but. And I was like, Ugh. you know, like I don't even feel like yeah. <laughs> going through this because, uh, like, I'm always thinking of stuff like that. Like, I'm trying to make the, the title as stupid as possible so everybody will get it. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. But the title so, yeah, was uh, Weezing expansive and coughing. Is... Okay. Weezing and coughing. Yeah. Their version exclusives in the past. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but not they're they've their version exclusives to red, green, and blue, okay. and they're not in yellow. Like uh, right. Um, hold on. Wait. Are they exclusive? I don't know if I can't think. Have um, generally have like old Pokemon been region exclusive or uh, version exclusives when they come to new ones too? Like I don't know. You know, Oddish and Blossom. If they're both in Gen Four or something like that, will uh, they be Meowth? version exclusive? Meowth has been uh, game exclusive. But usually it's like the third version sort of situation. Right. Like Meowth is only in Emerald in uh, mm. oh, Gen okay. 3. Gotcha. And then like he's only in Blue, and I think. Leaf Green, and they have yep. version exclusives for them. Yep, that makes sense. Um, where's, is Weezing one of those in that game? There's, there's too many. I think he would be, it sounds like he would be in both of those if if it was if he wasn't in Yellow. Um, he should hit whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it looks... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, he's not usually version exclusive. Cool. All right. It's, so it is all interesting we'll to me. Wrong. Is there... Because this isn't the first one, I don't think. Um, with Alolan forms, there were some... Yeah, like Alolan uh, Executor. Um, 
there's not an Alolan execute. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. how did you evolve into Alolan you executor? Just the regular executor. And then in just when you're in Alola, it just becomes yeah. Alolan. Okay, so but it's like weird in um, Pokemon Let's Go because like you can give it to a guy and yeah. then. The, that's how that he, happens. He's like, I've got a billion yeah. <laughs> executors. Do you want to trade me one of yours? And it's like, why do you have so many of these? Are you a poacher? Like, what's going on? Oof. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, so in any case, the title was um, How Expansive is Pokemon Sword and Shield? <laughs> and this person thought I wrote expensive, and I was so confused. And AJ was like, I think he thought you said expensive. And I was like, I just, I was literally cracking up for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be that funny, but it just was. Cause I was like, what is going on? So, um, so yeah, moving along to more of the comments. Here's our novel for today. Uh, this is from seven. I thought the trailer was pretty solid. Obstagoon, the kiss badger is best boy. And I'm painting my face pink and joining team yell because Marnie is bae. <laughs> <laughs> on that subject, I don't know if you remember, but one of my very first comments on this channel was about how cool slash funny it'd be if the rival was a famous person you happen to always run into, but they think you're stalking them. It would be great if that was the dynamic with your character and Marnie, with Team Yell always butting in to defend their waifu. And yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that Team Yell is a decoy like Team Skull was and that Chairman Rose is the real bad guy with Bede just being another pawn and whatever evil scheme he has going on. All right, so we had a whole thing about this. Yep. um, Where I was, I tweeted this and Mm -hmm. Parker, freaking (laughs) this piece of garbage over here, uh, was like, is that, has that been a thing in the past or some stupid, you know, you you know, you get the gist. You know what he would say. You've been here for long enough that you you can imagine what stupid thing Parker probably said. And I'm like, you would know if you played the free game that I sent you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, time, responsibilities, and all that stupid crap, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I'm sick of it, you know. For what it's worth, I will say, you specified that there's another evil team. Um, and there obviously, is. yeah, so, uh, but in the video, I did talk about, just like, just like Bianca said here, um, that... Uh, blah, 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 that Chairman Rose is probably actually the big bad and Team Skull is like, or Team uh, Yell is just like a side nuisance or whatever. So in that sense, like, um, I, I mean, no, I didn't know that that was a thing in other ones, but I didn't know if there was like Team Skull and also Team Gorchagar. I don't know. I just made up a fake word. Uh, but no, still, I didn't know about all that stuff. I looked it up later and it was the Something Foundation, the... Arthur something foundation in Pokemon Sun and Moon. I don't know what it was called. The Arthur Foundation. That's my dog's name. Um, But yes, so I think I totally agree. And I, the whole Chairman Rose, have they done like a good guy or a bad guy who seems to be a good guy kind of thing in Pokemon games before? Um, Where it's like the... I don't know. Yeah, like this guy seems like he's really good, but then it turns out yeah. uh-huh, he was fake yeah. the whole time. Yep, they did it in like X and Y, but again, like usually it's like super telegraph, right? Uh, where where it's just like you're, you're clearly a bad guy. Like look at your hair, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you're obviously <laughs> evil. Yeah, um, but, but Chairman Rose game, doesn't quite give that same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like think. he 
and usually like that's the better way to go about it you know yeah as far as storytelling goes because it's supposed to be this twist Uh, but even in like sun and moon where it's set up like a twist where it's like oh yeah you know she's nice and she's helping me and stuff she makes these faces (laughs) where she just like freaking like grimaces at you and stuff Uh and i'm like you're clearly evil (laughs) like you're clearly evil. what if she wasn't in the end like what kind of a twist would that be like oh turns out like Nothing yeah, she ever just happened makes with angry, crazed faces at you for no reason at all, and it's like it's like especially funny because and I this was I talked about this in a video a long time ago when mm-hmm. Sun and Moon was new, the first one, not even Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Nice, because um, I like freaking marathon through that the first weekend because I wanted to make a video about it, and also uh-huh. I was probably going to do that anyway. Um, but yeah, I was like, it's funny that like your character is not expressive at all. You know, yeah. like, oh, your freaking friend just died, and he's just sitting there, blank face, staring at the camera, and yep. everybody else in the game is super expressive. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like to the point where you see people's intent and their facial expressions, yep. but your character's just sitting there like... Hmm. Honestly, that's kind of even the case in Fire Emblem Three Houses a little bit, where, like... Yeah. Your main character, obviously, like they even they comment on it. They say yeah. something about that. Yeah. It's just like you're just sitting, like what, like you're just always blank faced. Uh huh. <laughs> and that's just an interesting. The whole like, um, like blank main character that you can uh, relate to. You know, the the link type yeah. thing where it's like, oh, that's you. You can just tell. I get it, but at the same time, I feel like they go over most. A lot of times, they yeah, go like overboard. Yeah, like if they're gonna do that, then like let you decide. Yeah. They, yeah, exactly. Like, do, do you want to be surprised? Especially like, in something like Fire Emblem. Uh, yeah. But in Fire Emblem, they kind of like make it like a plot thing. Yeah, that's true. I do feel like, uh, honestly, Golden Sun, I feel like, was a game that did a really good job of that. Also, it's a Game Just Boy game. Just married so, like, already. <laughs> Jeez. But like, it gives you, uh, it, it doesn't matter. We'll get into it a different time. I'm going to keep reading this comment. Here we go. Uh, maybe the big stadium and hype over the Galar League is just a distraction or some conspiracy to gather battle data slash energy for something relating to the legendaries. Anyway, I also like the Poke Jobs mechanic because, like you said, it gives Pokemon outside your active party something to do instead of just sitting in a box for most of the game. The little animation they showed in the Japanese trailer where the trainer waves her Pokemon off to their jobs makes me cry happy girl tears because it was just beyond cute. Finally, I like that there is basically a pub in the Pokemon Center or malt shop, I guess, since your character's underage, because it uh, because it keeps welcoming the it keeps the welcoming feeling from sun and moon. We're stepping into a new town's Pokemon Center for the first time and having a little drink to pause and reflect on the journey so far was one of my favorite things to do. All in all, I'm just looking forward to seeing the marketing for Pokemon Sword and Shield build momentum until release. My excitement level has been stagnant these last few months or last few weeks, and now it's slowly rising again thanks to this trailer. I'd really love to actually see a town and the start revolution soon, and am always hoping for a new evolution. Great job, not AJ. <laughs> Great video. <laughs> Great video. That's the one. Uh, but yeah. I agree with the great video on that AJ Park. Because, you know, as you'd imagine, no, I, like, I wanted to make that like a whole bit where it's like, I, you know, you're like, you had to pry Pokemon from my cold, dead hands. Uh-huh, right. But like, I trust your your videos, man. Like, you make good videos. Like, yeah, make a freaking Pokemon video, you know? 
Um, and like, you know how, like this, this is like the highest compliment. Cause like, I literally was working on a Pokemon video anyway. And I was like, nah, you do it. <laughs> you know? Nice. <laughs> so well, I you. freaking pulled that Evo video out of my butt. And was like, nice. you talk about, go ahead, do it. Yeah. Well, it was, um, yeah, it was fun. And I think like speculating about things also it like it was dangerous ground for sure because again i haven't played gens five through seven and we'll be playing you. seven very soon because How i've got you. it and all that but Hashtag it was one of those where like i didn't want to say stuff that was i was fine with saying stuff a little bit wrong but i didn't want to say stuff that was really wrong because like you know or or just speculate about things that are completely unrealistic either. Like there's, there's kind of fine like, lines. Oh, well, we won't catch any Charmanders in this game. Cause they died in gen five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of tricky on that front just cause where I am. But in any case, like, I mean, all the things that I said are things that I'm like, I am excited about this game. Um, and do think like that it's going to be, especially like, so you talked about the poker jobs mechanic and all that. And like, that's something I just I hope there's more things like that where it feels um, like, again, in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, having your blades like go out and do things was kind of dumb, but also kind of cool where like it leveled them up. So on a gameplay kind of stance, like that's just good. To I have think for Pokemon, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because totally. like it like the lore of this is that this is their world, you know, mm -hmm. so it makes sense for in this world people to do more than just the thing that we've been doing. Yeah, like freaking every part I mean, of my game for, you know, like bring some rhyme city into the rest yeah. of 100%. like because that's i think that was one of those or, things know, where like kanto yeah. or hoenn or johto or any <laughs> other region and any other pokemon medium even mm -hmm. in the games they're like oh yeah you know i just got back from my job you know i'm a cop i'm team rocket you want to join <laughs> team rocket now nah, you can't actually join team rocket you're yeah. stupid you got to play the same <laughs> game you've been playing for the last two decades uh, yep <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm really excited about this. I I mean, just like you talked about in here, I do hope that the, you know, big bad kind of thing is at least somewhat cleverly done and not too telegraphed or whatever. Like I could see because they're making a game that's also technically a kid's game, although I think they're probably targeting it just a little bit. Like if they used to target seven, maybe they're targeting nine year olds now or something like that. Like I maybe not. I don't know. But I, don't know. I think it's always like. I don't think that they're targeting kids per se. Yeah. I think their goal and what Nintendo's goal always is, is to be bare minimum approachable right. to the lowest common denominator, you mm -hmm. know, and then like put in little bits and pieces that are like, oh, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool for, for you, older fans, you know, like that, <laughs> that whole thing. I mean, because um, I could see that's the thing with like the, you know, a big twist like that where like a good guy turns out he's a bad guy like in you know adult content movies not like literal adult content but like you know yeah. in in pg-13 or r-rated movies or whatever i feel like you can do a much quicker twist of like this person you had no clue they were bad and then all of a sudden you're like whoa they're bad and like mentally like that's okay and you can handle that as a i don't know 13 plus year old or something or 
if, you know, but if you're a seven year old playing this game and you're like, you know what? Chairman Rose is the coolest guy. Yeah, you just like, sit there he really seems like, issues. <laughs> yeah, like you have to, you kind of have to like build it in, you know, build it up a little bit for it not to be a really big deal and actually be like kind of a little bit scarring for a kid, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, cause even in kids I would show- say like good storytelling, even for like yeah. older, uh, you know, like movies and and literature and all that stuff, it foreshadows all that stuff. So like, right. it's something yes. that like you could have figured out on your own. It doesn't have yep. to be this whole thing of like, here's the revelation, and you never would have guessed. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that that's like hamstringed that's, and like, yeah, like some Scooby Doo episodes are like, it was like Old Man Winkle. Like we've never met Old Man Winkle. Yeah. Like how in the <laughs> world could it have been? <laughs> Like, how could we have guessed that? Like, I, um, yeah. this was like, I, like, this was the whole thing with like, uh, Detective Conan or Case Closed, if you're not a okay. weeb. Um, <laughs> where it's like, that's a big reason why I don't like that show. Because, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have that Scooby Doo element of like, where you can kind of follow along with, like, oh, this guy did that and he did this thing. And clearly, he's the bad guy. Yeah. And you can't piece it together. Case Closed, they're just like, didn't you see that dent that we walked past? four years ago in that room that wasn't on the screen that clearly means this guy did it you know like that sort of thing yeah. it's like nah that was dumb like this is a bad mystery show because you can't even play along and that's the whole appeal to mystery yeah. you know is being Absolutely. able to like follow along and be like oh this guy he I was right the whole time yeah, yeah exactly and that kind of stuff um, but yeah so great comment uh we'll keep talking about some of these things as we keep going the next comment meteor mash says I don't know where you got that team yell is the evil team, but there is no proof of that as of now. They're called a team, but not evil. They are a toxic fan base or they're seen as a toxic fan base. And Marnie is not the team leader is not the leader either. The Japanese trailer shows that she dislikes them. I really hate this misconception of team yell. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't disagree with a lot of the content, but it was just funny how it was said. Um, I mean, there's still definitely things that, that we don't know. But um, I disagree. <laughs> I think that the fact that they're called Team Yell yeah. implies that in the context of Pokemon, they're they an antagonist, are, 100%. They, yeah, exactly. They are the evil team as a thing, you know, like capital E, capital right, T yeah. <laughs> sort of situation. Yeah. Um, like Team Rocket even though like in the broader sense of things like they're like Mm -hmm. the freaking mafia like in pokemon itself they're also this goofy like you know like Mm -hmm. team that's not actually a threat yeah sort of situation but they're the evil team tm Mm -hmm. um so like yeah and it's not uncommon for the leader of said team to not like their subordinates (laughs) it's not at all take giovanni and jesse and james yes (laughs) It happens quite often, turns out. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that this is like a gotcha moment of like, you don't do, do your research, you know, like nobody <laughs> like, come on, dude. Yeah. Also, um, Mark Andrews made a good defense of me. of was like, uh, Parker said apparently or like said, uh, yeah. like, you know, it seems like or whatever. Yeah, um, you're not like definitively. Like, this yeah, exactly. is it. And I know the ending to this game. Yeah, right. Exactly. So. It was it was interesting anyway, but yeah, it's still as far as like the big bad, I I do think, and I mentioned in the video too, um, that it's probably going to be something more with like Chairman Rose or something else that we don't know about, as opposed to it being specifically them as like the final thing. But obviously, we're going to have to defeat Team Yell in some regard as well throughout the game. Um, 
They're one hundred percent going to be the team skull of this game. There's no way that yeah. they're not. Yeah, yeah. From what I know of team skull, that seems absolutely correct. <laughs> um, team skull is also, and the thing about team skull is like there was kind of like layers in that sense too, where it's like uh, like you suggested and uh, Benjamin suggested mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter, where he was like, there's, maybe there's more then beats the eye or whatever right right yeah um and i'm like yeah that's possible because team skull is like there was like tears there and it's like oh okay this person's more serious than these idiots yeah. um but like <laughs> at the end of the day they're still not like this huge threat you know it's mm-hmm. like there's a bigger threat so i think that there might be some level of that yep i do wonder if marnie though like so say bead is actually the rival that's like the big bad type rival in some context like and is silver from yeah. uh Right, and is part of like a bigger thing. So obviously, I I really wonder how Hop's gonna play in as far as just like long term in the game. One hundred percent, he's going. But, to be So how. how does that pan out? Like end game, does is he involved at all in, in the Pokemon team? Like in the, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, he eventually like becomes the the okay the, the champion or whatever. But mostly, uh-huh. he's like you're the 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 person that's there yeah. to be like look how great you are you stomp that dude yeah honestly i think that's great like having a friend kind of go alongside with you as long as there's also an antagonist that's yeah. you know like is a a great matchup having um, that kind I of stuff don't need ha- i mean i don't need a how but <laughs> like i i tolerate them if there is the rival that like yeah. is actually trying to like challenge you yeah well and also i think if there's I actually the rival that that's going to challenge you like i think that they're probably going to do another rival so, I think so i'm a psychic my yeah. guy but like if they if they since they have the other rivals i think they can probably instead of having uh, hop play kind of like both parts of that like being like i'm gonna beat you oh i guess i'm not kind of a thing yeah. like they can kind of lean fully into like we're friends and we're just doing this together and seeing how good we can do you know um right. that's kind of what they've been doing recently uh yeah. or not even recent for the past freaking about this freaking cuss <laughs> uh, <laughs> the past decade uh, being like here's the bad guy rival uh-huh. you know like the one that is like mean to you and so, or not yeah. mean to you but like the one that's like actually trying to win and then the mm-hmm. other one that is not yeah. <laughs> trying to win uh so yeah it, it only makes sense that they would keep up with that trend mm-hmm. but it would be cool if if like sometime p- towards the end if bead and chairman rose are the main bads or whatever if like marnie with the bob teams up with you in some the, regard the, bob fun. called bead uh what did he call him i don't know i didn't get that far in this episode he was like B- bidet or some crap maybe like i that. did maybe that's what he called him i don't remember it's like <laughs> what uh, yep uh gilberto caldera uh recurring person hello i don't know what sentence i just said uh but in any case goes on to say for me at least i'm disappointed with this game not gonna lie it looks like a good game but the drawbacks were enough to make me not care for it are the drawbacks the national deck is that what you're talking about (laughs) so um he commented a little bit more on his own comment and Mm -hmm. so i i responded to it as well and then i a couple other people talked in there and um so it sounds like so obviously the decks is a thing but then also taking out some things like z moves mega evolutions and whatnot Mm. um which to some degree it do you think is it possible that no i guess 
I don't know. We haven't seen that Mega Evolution specifically aren't going to be back, but probably they're not because if yeah. they're only for the Gen 1 Pokemon, like I don't know, it just wouldn't really make sense. Um, anyway, but... Well, there's, there's Mega Evolutions that aren't Gen 1. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I was just thinking of um, like I was mixing up Alolan and yeah. that stuff. Oh yeah, so yeah, 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 true. That stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, so I think you, I, I think that that's mostly because like that makes everything convoluted and it's like, what do you do? Do you use Megas or Alolan or the Gigamax or, Dynamax, or the Dynamax yeah, exactly. or the, like there's too many <laughs> mechanics like that uh-huh. and they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by having to have that thing, you know, like mm-hmm. the new one. Yeah. Um, Cause then it, like they can't all stay. Yeah, exactly. I think the thing is that like, I understand why people are disappointed about this specifically that Dynamaxing, I think will be as, fun and cool or whatever um gameplay wise hopefully as z moves uh, mega evolutions and that kind of stuff where it's just like it's an additional thing that you need to strategize when to use it if you want to blah blah, blah. like it'll it'll work in that sense but it obviously uh, apparently for those that played it, it actually does feel pretty cool to like oh now it's huge or whatever like maybe that's one of those things where in footage it won't really seem like that but yeah, in i think practicality, said something about it feeling cool yeah um, but it is just a bigger it's, version of the Pokemon. I mean, it's a consolidation of the two ideas, especially yeah. Gigantamaxing or whatever. Right. It just doesn't um, have the coolness factor, I guess, of like a new big old move or a new looking Pokemon, you know, in the same way like Digievolutions and stuff like that, where it's like, you got extra spikes <laughs> or whatever. Um, so like Dynamaxing isn't, doesn't have the coolness factor in some regards, but we also kind of have to wait to see until we play it to see what that pans out like. But it's fine to not be excited about it. We gotta wait it. all the way until November. So uh. long. <laughs> uh, but the the main point of the comment that I responded in any case was I think there's still gonna be they're definitely gonna have at least one more like direct direct. Um, that's not just these, you know, update trailers. And in that, we'll learn about something else, you know, some other big reveal along the lines of, I guess, Dynamaxing maybe wasn't that big of a deal for some people, but Dynamaxing or the wild area. Like there's, I think there's one more thing, if not more, that's like a pretty big deal. Um, so, and that could be the thing that makes it seem cool, but we just don't know everything yet. Yeah. I mean, we don't even know the, the starter evolution yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have thought that that would have been something that they revealed in this, uh, yeah, this new trailer. But apparently not. Apparently not. And then we last even comment, know the first form. That's crazy. That's true. Last comment is from Willie Lane. Said, "I really want Skyrim style gameplay and story. Like, I want to join Team Yell, and it, and if I want to." If I want to, and to be able to play through the game in that faction, I want to play in a Pokemon world, not just sit on rails through it. Agreed. That'd yep. be cool. It would. I'd like more things to be dynamic and all that stuff. I mean, we've talked about that kind of stuff before about like equivalent of Pokemon MMORPG where you're like have different roles and doing different things would be great. Yeah. But that's about it for my video on Pokemon and whatnot. More thoughts about that will obviously come up through time and in the future. But for now, we've got well, AJ's video. We're never going to talk about Pokemon again. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we don't talk about Pokemon here. Definitely not me. I'm not allowed to anymore. True. Just kidding. Here we go. AJ, you made a video. Um, I did. You ready to hear what some people think about your video? Sure. <laughs> cool.
Um, Aronson says, I'm not into esports at all, yet it doesn't prevent me from uh, to hardcorely casually play Smash or Fortnite as an example. And honestly, I don't want esports to interfere with the way I like to play my games. When my friends went to his side of to this side of the scene and we were comp constantly imposing me blah 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 and, and this is the person it's probably english is probably their second language cool totally fine i just need to read better um imposing competitive rules on me because they couldn't play it otherwise it made me disgusted to play with them because it took out everything the game has to offers to be fun for me and in the end took out my friends to play with them um so long story short they didn't play with their friends anymore because the competitive rule set stuff. So honestly, pushing this too much for what it means to be a party game bothers me because nowadays as a hardcore Nintendo fan, I have real difficulties finding people to play with non-esports rules on Smash, which I'd love to play for hours in all the variety uh, other terrains that other than Smashville, Battlefield, or Final Destination, Final Destination, or other basic stages. Um, I think that it's kind of like this weird thing that people have just in general of mm -hmm. like, I want my thing to be like this. So you can't have your thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very strange way to go about getting like the this thing person's friends being like, it can only be the competitive smash like that or sort of just, thing or how this person's responding to that, you mm -hmm. know, because like if they want to play competitively, like taking the competitive aspect of smash bros out of it's not going to make them want to play casually that's just going right. to make them not want to play smash right. as much yeah, exactly. you know so mm -hmm. so to be like oh, i don't want them to focus on that it's more so just saying like i don't want this game to appeal to them more than just me right um and i think that that's ironically because like i i saw that sentiment in a couple of comments of being like i think that like doing this will turn off people that are casual or whatever i think doing the opposite turns off people that are more competitive like that's mm -hmm. a big reason why like melee is still like this vibrant thing <laughs> yeah. you know because like uh unbeknownst to them they made a game that appeals really well to hardcore fans you know yeah um so i i just think it's antithetical to like have this whole game where it's like play how you want you know like mm -hmm. literally have thousands of possibilities for how you play this game and then people are like i want to play in this way and then we like tr people try to like demonize them for that you know right where it's like oh well they put all these items in the game blah blah it's like yeah but they also put the option to turn those items off <laughs> yeah you know yeah i think so. like the ability to create your own because uh, i like the fact that i don't know you still get online games with people with like items on and stuff like that when you specifically don't want that is i don't know it's really just a question it's of so like annoying. being able to play the way that you would like to be able to play it right. in both directions is the ideal so like it does make it harder when in in this person's situation if all of their friends want to play smash competitive way or whatever like then it's just a question of you and your friends and like either you find some extra friends who like playing it the other way or you talk to your friends and be like hey like i'll play with you competitive way sometimes but like also can we just have some nights of like no clout yeah. just have fun and that's you know? what, that's where i uh basically suggested because like yeah. that's how i play the game you know like yeah. i play mostly i play smash brothers and the whole like turn the items off all that stuff but like there are times and there like are friends and family members that are like 
I'm not good at this game. You're, oh, yeah. you're too good at this game. So we need to turn <laughs> items on because they're like an equalizer. And I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. You know, like I don't have a problem with doing that because mm-hmm. it is fun playing like that. But I also have a lot more fun when yep. I'm able to like actually have like this battle of skill. Yeah. It's not like I don't feel like the game beat me rather than you beating me. Right. Or me beating you or yeah. whatever. Right. Um, I mean, and that's like, you know, because playing the competitive rule set is both about like practice to some degree and also about like just showing the like this is how good i am at the game like that's kind of the main two elements of it and just having fun you know obviously yeah um but like if if you're over your friend's house it's not like i'm not gonna just arbitrarily beat people at jackbox party pack games like (laughs) i mean or not arbitrarily but like objectively like like, it's just a party game to have fun (laughs) i think even for casual players Mm -hmm. it would benefit them a lot to learn the basics of the game on a competitive level because like even in casual matches nine mm-hmm. times out of ten even if casual rule sets are on i'm probably still gonna win yeah you know? right, like, exactly because items don't like solve that. every problem right like, right right because you're not always going to get the item that's going to cheese me yeah right exactly but like i'll it's... always be able to like forward air you to death you know like that, that <laughs> yeah. whole thing Um, Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think even if you're a casual player, it makes a lot of sense to learn how to play the game Mm -hmm. uh, rather than, like, depending on, like, uh, uh, Wolf Den has community game nights and stuff like that. And I'll jump in from time to time. Um, And there there's players that like or one player in particular that I'm thinking of uh, that is like. I, like he just tries to forward smash me the whole time and like do these like super strong attacks i'm like dude uh-huh. um if like word of advice don't do that because <laughs> it just it, it's really easy for me to punish that and he's yeah. like yeah but it works against casuals and i'm like yeah but like that's not a good reason to do it right yeah because like it working against somebody that doesn't know what they're doing is not it actually working <laughs> right <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah so i think that's uh but as, as in terms of like you and your friends, it's a co- communication thing, hundred yeah. percent. And then as far as compromise, like, but then as far as like actual Nintendo goes, it's uh, an issue of them like just giving the options and letting that be the case most of the time. You know, even yeah, if like every once in a while, actually give the options. You know, yeah. like if it was a game, if it was Mario Party, like no yeah. sane person is saying like make competitive mario party right because <laughs> right? that's yeah. just not what mario party is but smash brothers is a game that you can tailor make to how you want to play it yep go all the way in that direction yeah don't just tiptoe in it like you know like it's clear that nintendo acknowledges the competitive side of smash brothers because mm-hmm. they do sponsor these fully like you know competitive tournaments and they hold their own yeah even on the game like there's vaguely competitive rule sets you know where it's like the, no items uh omega stages one v one you know like that whole mm-hmm. thing and then they cheese it by doing two and a half minutes you know like that dumb yeah thing. uh but they they're trying you know like they're right. acknowledging the fact that it's like yeah people want to play this game competitively that's and good yeah. minimize the cheese so yep. just do like go all the way <laughs> <laughs> and even like now right like they have two tournaments that are up mm-hmm. on the like if you go to the online tournament mode right now, there's the the heroes versus villains tournament, and then there's the one v one two and a half minutes the mm. items omega stages. They could just always do that, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They did it with the last game with four fun and four glory or whatever. Just do yep. it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And what else we're gonna do now is read Benjamin Aquino's comment. 
Benjamin says, I totally agree with you on the ways that Nintendo can add to esports. Contributing financially seems like a no-brainer, but your second point in allowing the fan slash audience to vote for who they think will win would be fantastic. I was never into Smash Bros. until Smash 4. I'm sure that it is crazy to some, but it did not draw me in for one thing or another. 64 graphics, GameCube too fast, Wii too slow. I was, however, part of the hype train for Smash 4. I was at the edge of my seat when we got news revealed in Miiverse. Never thought that would come up again, huh? Rip. <laughs> <laughs> because of all this uh, newfound interest, I paid attention to every Smash-related news and eventually tuned into the invitationals Nintendo ho- hosted, which exposed me to Zero and other professional players. All this helped me appreciate this game in a competitive sense and less so a party game. Of course, I'm not... I'm not great at the game, but I've taken the advice of pro players, controller setup, rule set, etc., to improve. And I even find myself caring about the balance patch notes. <laughs> uh, so if this could happen to someone like me, I know it can do the same for others. Cycling back, if Nintendo would allow us to interact with the tournament slash professional players to some degree, I think this would really push Nintendo esports to new heights. Yeah, agreed. I'm the same way um, where I always gravitated to like turning items off and doing that sort of thing like most times anyway like i've always played smash i've always been in the smash but not in the same way where i'm like following competitive play like that's a new development completely like i knew who zero was last with the last game and that's it but this game i'm like like, i can name 12 competitive players off the top of my head right now and that wasn't a thing that happened (laughs) before you know um so like i it definitely became more of an interest to me now and i think a lot of that is because like I've always liked the game and now there's a character that I really like because going back with all the Smash Brothers games, there's never really been a character that's like, this is my character and this is who I'm picking. But yeah. now if you see me talking about or playing Smash Brothers, you know who I'm picking. <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> what I'm going to use. Because uh-huh. um, like, you know, Pokemon Trainer was in Brawl, but they were garbage. But now they're like actually a good character that mm-hmm. has like a game plan that makes sense. Because before it was like this whole stupid thing of like, you know, like doubling down into the gimmick and not um, not making it competitive in a sense. Where, like, the mm-hmm. whole thing is, like, it's just straight-up Pokemon. Your Pokemon get tired if you use them too long until they, you know, until they die. And then you got to switch out. And then switching out takes forever. So you yep. have to find space for you to go from one Pokemon to another one. But now they're, like, this gameplay loop of, like, you can switch. And it's, like, part of your strategy where you can use that switch to dodge attacks and, like, do mm. all that crap. And, yeah. you know, like, that whole thing just made me more interested. Yep. It's to the point where before I found a lot of enjoyment like cycling through different characters and using them and stuff like that. And I guess on some level, Pokemon trainer is still like that. Cause it's three mm-hmm. characters. So it's hard to get bored of one. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, that shifted my focus to being like, I just like this cause it has a lot of characters that I like <laughs> and to it being like, I like this cause it has this one character that I like a lot. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, and then another comment from a name we won't read. I don't know yep. what it was, but here we go. Um, I think Nintendo's not against esports. They just don't think it's their place to advertise slash endorse them. They just make games for fans to enjoy. And if fans enjoy it in tournaments, that's great. Let them go out. But Nintendo seems to just want to make fun games for people to play and not tell them how to play it. Um, yeah, I responded to this, but the gist of my response was like, I don't agree with that because like them uh quote unquote not telling people how to play it is in essence telling them how to play it you know <laughs> if they're saying like items on you know like smash ball crazy stages mm-hmm. play everyone you know like that's telling people how to play it that's telling yeah, them that they right. need to play on these stages with these items and stuff like that rather than like 
adhering to what the competitive scene wants, right? Because casual players are not the ones that are competing at Evo, you right. know? Like, they're or not the ones that are watching those things freaking... for the most part or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, making these rule sets for them makes sense at these invitationals for Smash Brothers at E3 when a new game comes out. Mm-hmm. But on the whole, it doesn't make sense. Right. Uh, even for, like, the tournaments that they do from time to time. Like, now they're doing a tournament, uh, um, online tournament or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh it doesn't make sense to make that a, a casual rule set if it's a real like competitive because these players are going to get destroyed anyway. Yeah. So you might as well like tailor it to the players that are actually going to want to mm-hmm. compete in this and they're training to compete in this tournament and doing all that crap. Um, yeah, I think no, Nintendo to me does feel pretty notorious for telling people how to play in certain regards where like um yeah like look at splatoon <laughs> yeah splatoon with splatfest and stuff like that or other contexts as well um the other ones i was thinking of mario party not having online like that's one mm-hmm. of those things like they could i'm sure it would have taken some extra resources but they could have without too much it difficulty just <laughs> just put it in there and be like people want it people want it like play with your friends probably even if you turn on just play with your friends and don't play with random people like just you know, you can have that to just have the option or like Animal Crossing, not having save backup. Like maybe there's more reasons for that, for it not being on this on the cloud with cloud saves and all that. But the whole reason is like so that people don't, you know, the resetty kind of thing. So people don't switch time. That seems to be the reason, at least at this point. But like yeah. if people want to do that, it's a single player game. Like who cares? Just let them do that. And then whatever, you know, like people also um, there's a YouTuber that uh does a whole bunch of stardew valley stuff for the most part and will go through and it's like to do his videos pretty much like hacks it or you know does mods of it every single time and like cheats it so that he can see like what would happen if we dated all of the people in town you know like things that would take way too long to do in reality but then you can do that way like um I don't know. All that stuff, just Nintendo for the most part is kind of particular. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's on the other end. Like it's the side that you would think is like, like, cause that's how most people are. You would mm-hmm. think that alienating the casual side is like the only way to alienate anybody. Mm-hmm. Cause that, again, that's most people, but yeah. I think you're still alienating somebody. If you're like competitive side, you don't matter. You know, yeah, like, right. The casual side, like I said in the video, like they're already tailored to like yep. just by the fact that Smash exists and it's this game that everybody when everybody thinks of this game, except for these players, mm-hmm. they already think of it like it's this casual, like, you know, like this chaotic casual game where it's like turn items on crazy mm-hmm. stages, crazy uh, characters <laughs> like Dragon Quest hero. He fits right in. You know, that makes yeah. sense. Smash Bros. is random, <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's the competitive players that have a different mindset. And mm-hmm. I think uh like bringing light to the fact that that other mindset exists for people that don't know that and people that would want to play smash brothers like that but they mm-hmm. don't know that they can yeah right. makes a lot of sense you know like that being brought to the forefront does not erase the fact that you can still play smash brothers in the casual way exactly yeah and i think the other point of the comment is is pretty much right as far as like it's not that nintendo is against esports they just it, it says they don't think it's their place to advertise endorse them. I don't know if it's that so much as they just don't want to or whatever. Yeah, it's, but, and, and it's definitely um, not something that they don't think is their place. They think it's their place. It's uh-huh. just they think it's their place to change the context of these sports. They right. think that they can say, oh, yeah, well, I mean, they can. But yeah. <laughs> they, they think that 
uh, it's like, well, with the esports, but we'll do our esports. Our uh-huh. esports are casual, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, would you just which like, I mean, there that's their mo for so many things. Like, we'll do online, but we'll do online like this, and it's like, yeah. Okay, but you could have taken a couple more cues, like, right. <laughs> honestly. And it's just like, you can do both, yeah, right? right like, exactly. I think that it's just like, in this context, like you get a lot more people playing your game more often if you do have an eSports League for Smash Brothers that yep. is competitive. Because I play Smash Brothers every week at least once. Yep. When's the last time you played Smash Brothers? Mm, yep. Sure was exactly, and that's how casual, <laughs> like that's how the like divide happens, yeah. right? Because it's like for the most part, casual people are like, yeah, I got friends over. You know, it's a good game to play with four mm-hmm. friend, four to eight friends, Smash yep. Brothers. But me, I'm like, you know, it's a good game to play at any time ever with anyone, Smash Brothers. Honestly, ninety percent probably of my time in Smash Bros was maybe not ninety, but like seventy five was World of Light stuff. Like because not because it was like the best thing ever, but because it was like I want to play Smash Brothers, but like just as a person. I I just don't love uh, I'm not competitive. So like the online stuff, I haven't talked about this in a while, but yeah, just the like the online stuff just doesn't really appeal to me all that much. And like at my level, especially it's going to be a lot of bad connections and all that stuff. Um, so it's, it's just not as interesting to me because I just don't really care. But like single player things, like I love unlocking things and all that, like that's just a whole lot of fun. So that was where I got all my enjoyment out of it. But yeah, now that I did that, like pretty much, yeah, it's just reserved for I have friends over and we're going to play Smash, which um, I don't even remember the last time that specifically happened because I don't have any friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, all that stuff. Good yeah. stuff. That's um, just how it happens, man. That's how the things go. Gene Kauf Morales says, where's my Mario Party Pro League? That's all I'm saying. Man. That's it. I mean, that's hit the really nail on the head right there. That's what the about, you know? <laughs> It's yeah. all it's all we've been asking for. Uh, Mario Party Pro League video number 38. Uh, here we go. Uh, and then last <laughs> comment, Retro Faction says, let's talk about Pokken. How fantastic it is, yet few people play it. Pokken is dope, but uh, again, this was another one that I replied to. And I think that the problem with Pokken is that it's not enough characters, which is weird to yes, say because there's agreed. a lot of characters for Pokemon, like for a fighting game, but for a Pokemon game, not enough. Were characters. they all unlocked at the beginning in the um, in the original release on Wii U? Uh, no. Okay, because I think in this version they were maybe maybe you had to unlock them. I think honestly the problem for you had that to game... unlock one character. I think you had okay, to unlock yeah. like Shadow Mewtwo or whatever. That sounds about right. I think that's the problem. Honestly, that was my thing with I didn't play Mario Kart Eight Deluxe nearly as much as I've played a lot of other Mario Karts because we've talked about this before. But um, because stuff was already unlocked, so like as a single player person, if you don't care about the competitive side, I don't think Pokémon has. It's a fantastically built game, but it doesn't have really much of the casual side of it it's like you go online so like mitch who's um he bought pokken and that's like one of his biggest gaming purchase regrets on switch because he was like i played it for like probably 10 hours just playing people online but like everybody was just so much better than me and or not i think you know he also got to be decent but it's it, it had such a competitive focus that like as just somebody who wanted content to play in a Pokemon fighting game world that just wasn't really it didn't really work for anybody casual or semi casual. It's pretty much all or nothing Mm -hmm. from where I stand in any case. Yeah, 
I mean, even I mean, to be fair, even for competitive players, it wasn't like the <laughs> smartest thing because like how the ranking worked was dumb and mm. like, it, it, there's a lot of problems with Pokémon. Uh, but like, I like it in theory, and I like playing it. It's a fun game, but I think it fell off for me mostly because like, um, well, for one, like I said, the ranking system's dumb, so I don't have the whole thing. Uh, that I had with Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. where it was like, yo, my motivation to play this is to be an Elite Smash and to like get my GSP high or whatever. That wasn't uh-huh. really there because like you can cheese the crap out of it. Like yeah. you can literally just quit and not lose rank in yep. the game. You don't get punished um, in uh, Pokémon. So like that made me not care about the game. In addition to the fact that I don't have any other friends that are like, yeah, Pokémon, and I think right. that that is because that they didn't have any Pokémon in the game that they're like, yeah, that's my guy, that's yeah. who I want, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. I have Charizard, and yeah. Char- Charizard is going to be in every game ever. Right. So like, I'm never <laughs> in that situation where I'm like, man, my guy's not in it in this Pokémon game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So yeah, rip. 100%. Maybe Pokémon 2. Maybe. Yeah, they I wonder. They put all 7, 8,000 Pokémon <laughs> <laughs> into the game. Yeah, honestly, after... I'm curious. I'd like to see the actual count after this gen, plus all the, like, Galarian forms and Alolan forms and all that. They what said it was over 1,000. Yeah. So I bet it's going to be, like, 1,012. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, But now it's time for the community section of this. So this is where we go into last week's video and take a look at some of the comments from there. um, And then also answer your Q&A's that you can ask on Twitter and Discord and YouTube community. Not your Q&A's, your Q's and R's. That's true. We'll give you your questions and also your own answers right back to you. Just there you go. We did it. Um, so first off, from last week's comments, uh, Oreo, spelled different than the cookie, said, I think Nintendo should do a higher tier of Switch Online that costs more, but gives us trials and a free game per month. Some of those being first-party games, but more being third-party. Yeah, that'd be dope. That would be really cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, especially with the third-party stuff, like his first-party, you'd kind of... I mean, you'd run out kind of quickly. I mean, there's a lot of first party games, but as far as like you wouldn't want to put all your evergreen ones on there, you know, yeah. and, uh, um, like they're not going to put Breath of the Wild see, that's on the, there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like it would really only help with like I could see them doing it for indies. If yes, anything, that's I would agree with like, that. Honestly, first party like stuff Twitch doesn't Prime really does. make sense. What? Like Twitch Prime, I feel like is a good yeah. where like SteamWorld Dig Two was on there, and like so there were some good games, um, but it's but it's indie games, so it's like you could also just easily get those for twenty bucks. Sorry, go on. I interrupted you. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> I'm angry. Uh, but no, uh, like it just they don't have to do that with their games because yeah. people are going to buy. You know, people are going to complain. It's it goes with the same thing about like nintendo games not going on sale mm-hmm. and it's like they don't go on sale because they don't need to yeah like <laughs> like companies don't put games on sale because they want to be your pal yeah they put them on there because it's like oh our sales projections are not lining up with our actual sales so yeah. gotta chop off that chop off a couple of dollars on that thing but i think nintendo's that- like ah we just sold another a hundred thousand copies of a new game <laughs> moving <Yeah>. on <laughs> yep I think the trials thing, though, I mean, I yeah, I think a higher tier system would be neat as far as like 
if it had more content in it that was justified, then that would be cool. And like more game trials, demos, whatever. I think uh, the trials is just a win-win because yeah. it's like if you do that right, and you you if they did that with every Nintendo game and did a mm-hmm. trial thing for the like Switch Online yep. premium members or whatever, right? Yeah, um, they could that they're making money regardless because <laughs> like there's no guarantee that people are going to like want to play mario tennis and buy mario tennis right but, like even if they never even download it they still made more money than they would have made off of the switch online subscriber if they weren't the premium member that had the chance to yes. play this trial right. or whatever yep um but in the case that they do like the game then they get the they sell the game mm-hmm. albeit for a lower price than they would have sold it anyway mm-hmm. but then they also get the premium membership yep money and it's it's the same thing as like with subscription services and why most of them work is because people like me are like yeah i'll get netflix i'm not going to touch it but i'll have it yeah you right know? exactly and that's what's going to happen with stuff like mm-hmm. this it's like yeah i'll get this premium membership thing i might not buy every game that they put on this trial but the the peace of mind that i mm-hmm. can if i want to is <laughs> why i'm paying for it yeah i think the the tricky thing with some of these is that like so japan got captain toad um when we got Mario Tennis, which is uh, now actually, but you've got it for a week. Somebody else mentioned this too. Maybe it was Game Explain or something. But I thought the same thing. We we're like, you've got Captain Toad for a whole week. You just beat Captain Toad in that week if you really yeah, want to. Captain Toad is a dumb one to like, put on there. It's on online type games like Mario Maker makes a lot of sense. I mean, any of the online games that they make sense. So that's just do those. Um, or, so you know what you do. You know what you do for Mario Maker the week after that. And you announce it before this, yeah. but you're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're going to do a event or whatever, where you got to make this kind of stage and you enter your stage, you know, like some type of end game event. So it makes people want to buy it after the fact. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. But you can't do that with Captain Toad. I True. guess like, cause Captain Toad does have like a local multiplayer component or whatever, but yeah. like who's really buying Captain Toad just for that? Who's to say? Hashtag uh, product provided by Nintendo <laughs> twice. Uh, next up, John Francis says, I hope new people feel the same. Feels weird to hear my name on a vid by quote unquote big people. We're 17 <laughs> feet tall. So there you go. I just thought this was funny. <laughs> uh, that's cool. I think yeah. that's the, I mean, that was really the goal, you know, yeah. where uh, I wanted people to feel included because they are. That's why I'm making the video because I want you. To talk back to me just like you, you do. know yeah there you go very straightforward yep. mission accomplished glad <laughs> mission you like it john <laughs> francis indeed just say it all the time all right and then this next comment griffinick says i can't believe my ears aj into nerd stuff like fire emblem go on and embrace your inner weeaboo um i don't know if i'm into fire emblem <laughs> like i don't know if i would describe it like that this one specifically i like but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that'll mm-hmm. happen again. Because, <laughs> like, I've played Fire Emblem uh, or, like, played Fire Emblem games in the past for a uh, short amount of times and been like, mm-hmm. this is cool. Uh, no, it's not. And then I just stopped playing. <laughs> this is the first time that I got anywhere close to finishing it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this will be a prolonged thing. Um, but I yeah. like some weeb stuff. Nice. So next up, Lizrin says, uh, 
because last week he had asked, what's the worst Pokemon game? And he says, okay, okay, okay. Re-worst Pokemon game. Of course, the first ones are the worst. I posed the question wrong. Let's say they were all remade this year. They all have the same graphics. They all have the same mechanics. Which region holds up the worst? Uh, hmm. Gen 4. I don't like Gen, Gen 4's pacing is garbage. It's so bad. <laughs> and I'm replaying that now, and that's mostly the reason why I'm not done with it already. Because, like, I started replaying that with my brother, like, months ago, and we just stopped because, uh-huh. again, the pacing's trash. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, Gen 4. Plus, I yeah. don't like those Pokemon as much. Like, they, they went in the whole, like, kaiju situation, and I don't really like that design philosophy right, yeah. behind it. Yep. Uh, Seven says, I've been thinking about this whole amazing graphics and X system is superior to Y stuff a lot lately, and I've come to realize something, and I've come to realize something. <laughs> there are games that look visually impressive and have super lavish animations or whatever, and that's cool and all, but at least in my experience, they often are... Uh, they more often than not are a novelty that wears off very quickly. For example, I have a PS4 Pro, and when I first got it, I was so blown away by 4K HDR. And even though I bought a, and even, even bought a compatible yeah. TV to uh, get the most out of it, but the games that stick with me are not necessarily the prettiest. Not saying that pretty games can't touch you on some level as well, or are excluded from this, of course. But rather, the ones with a deeply engaging storyline, likable and well-written characters, and above all, gameplay. That last part especially has me realize how stupid the whole graphics race is. Again, speaking from my own experience, I've been grinding the same monster in Monster Hunter World this month for a trophy, and now that I've seen the monster, its animations and the area uh, uh, about a million times, although I find them incredibly beautiful the first time, what's kept me there is the drive for that loot, and I'm really not really noticing the visuals anymore. Similarly, I'd rather play Pokemon Let's Go Eevee than Horizon Zero Dawn because even though the latter is the technically superior game, I just care more about the creatures that I've caught and made fight for my amusement. <laughs> Again, if visuals are a big selling point for you, then that's awesome and that that gives you enjoyment. But for me, I just think people should stop judging a game console and especially other people who enjoy that game or console based on numbers and specs and just ha- be happy enjoying the games they play and letting others be happy too. We can't really tell developers where to put their games because they have other financial uh, did I read that right? Yeah, we can't because they have other financial reasons for doing what they do and often focus test the hell out of their products. Uh, the focus groups mostly consisting of existing customers who have their own biases already, but we can control how we act and try to be nice and respect other people's choices. Agreed. And I have the same experience where it's like I have all these consoles and it's like I got the like super HD ones and like, you know, cool, you know, <laughs> radical, uh-huh. dude. Um, <laughs> but it always is that thing of like and uh, me and Logan talked about this in the past in videos mm-hmm. and podcasts and all that stuff of like where we have distinct moments where it'll be the first time we play a game. First time we see a game in a trailer. Man, this game looks great. Right. And then you buy yep. the game and you play the game for the first time. Man, this game looks great. And then you stop noticing it for four months. And then you look at the game again. Yeah. You're like, man, this game looks great. You know, but you're not <laughs> actively always thinking like this is a good looking game. At yeah. some point, it just becomes status quo. And it's like this game looks however it looks. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a lot of the reason why, like for a long time, people are like, man, you can see the beads of sweat coming off of the guy on 2K14. And now people yep. see 2K14 and like this looks like trash. You right. know, like it's just like 
it's not the uh, reason that I think you should be into games. Yeah. Just because it's so temporary, you know? Like, yeah. that's a goal I mean, that's that why, will never yeah. stop moving. Absolutely. That's why it was... I was glad-ish that I saw Avatar in theaters in 3D one time. <laughs> and I never cared about seeing it again. Because, like, as a movie, it, it just was... I don't care. Like, really? <laughs> like, it looked great and it was really cool to see all that stuff and like all the scenery blah, blah blah like looked really cool but as far as like actual content or whatever it was like all right there we go that was a movie with a plot but then meanwhile i've seen zoolander about a million times or like you know probably maybe some other artsy movie <laughs> that's better or something like that but like zoolander is so funny it's great um but like scott pilgrim versus the world like i've seen that movie also looks great but isn't you know anything in the same like just amazing crazy things or whatever there's probably better examples that contrast but uh yeah no i i totally agree with literally everything that was said there yeah so that's also, it for the comments never yep. saw avatar ever in my life once now Will there's I not I theaters ever? probably doesn't not. matter probably yeah probably no won't. i <laughs> i mean they're making a bunch of new ones so whatever maybe probably those will won't be see those better. either you know i would not blame you at all <laughs> Yeah, I it was it was fine. It was just somebody told me before I saw the movie, too. They were like, honestly, it's just the story of Pocahontas. And maybe I would have enjoyed it more if that person hadn't told me that. But because they told me that the whole time, I was like, oh, yeah, that's like that in Pocahontas. Oh, yeah, that's like that. In Pocahontas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's just that from Pocahontas. <laughs> or like there's a couple other movies. It's Fern just Gully's hard to get me to go like, see movies, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it always has to be something that I already care about. And that's hard yeah. for something that is a new mm -hmm. thing. What if they put Spider-Man in Avatar? I probably would have saw it as far as was an avatar. But that, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, like as far as like the movies that I've seen in theaters, they all either yep. have Spider-Man or Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> or Star Wars. I saw the last couple Star Wars movies in theaters. I didn't see Solo, though, but mm -hmm. the rest of them I saw in theaters. It was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, I am excited. I about saw like nine. half of it on digital. And then I was like, ah, I feel like watching this. <laughs> I don't really feel like watching this. I'm really watching it because people said I should, and I don't really want to. Yep. So I didn't. <laughs> Indeed. So that's it from comments from last week's video. There were some other comments, but those were the ones that we pulled for this time. Um, and then we also asked you on YouTube community if you had any questions. And Mark Andrews, who always asks on YouTube community, so we will we appreciate you, Mark. Um, says more Pico is my spirit animal. I flick between full belly mode and hangry mode numerous times a day. <laughs> Do you have a Pokemon spirit animal? Oh, that's an interesting question. I like that that's, question. Yeah. Um, I would have to think a bit about this when I, I um, think. man, um, I'll let you keep thinking and I'll read the rest of it. So that there's not just a bunch of dead I air. Where, easier, while we yeah, I think it's easier for me to like if we did each other's. <laughs> I think that's the easier way for it to be accurate. Interesting. OK. Um, what do you think mine is in that case? I think yours is like like a like one of Pokemon are just like, you know, like are just cool with everything. And they're just like go with the flow. Like, yeah, uh -huh. man, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> like that sort of thing. There's uh -huh. a couple of Pokemon, but the like first one that came to my mind is like Slow King. How he's just like, like he has everything. <laughs> like he's like super smart and all that stuff. 
but he's yep. just like there and just like cool with everything <laughs> you know nice you yeah. kind of you kind of do that you're like yeah man i'm just here to have fun <laughs> there you go i i think the one that came to mind for you um is ashes charmeleon <laughs> while he's a charmeleon <laughs> not charizard like that's a little much but like he's like yeah i mean i guess i'll do what you want me to do like if it's a good thing to do but like otherwise like i'm probably not gonna do that yeah <laughs> like and has an attitude about it so that's my thought also 100 percent continuity errors in season one when ash has has like evolved his charmander and charmeleon and then literally the next episode it's them in the snow where like yeah. his charmander has yeah. to like heat them all up or whatever I'm like, <laughs> like what? guys come on you made you did it wrong it's a flashback so, man it's a flashback yep. episode Sure, yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> continuing on with Mark's comment. And I honestly think Sword and Shield are lining up to be great games with more replayability for those big fans that couldn't care less about the competitive scene. A lot of post-game stuff over the years seemed to be aimed at that scene, and it just never really interested me. Shiny hunting will be much more fun for me because of the wild area. I've played since Gen 1, but Let's Go were the first games I actively shiny hunted in because seeing them in the overworld was so cool. All and max raid battles will be a reason to keep coming back once we've completed the game for unique Pokemon to be able to Gigantamax. Cheers. I agree. And that's why yep. like I was so, I've had like the reverse response to this game that everybody else has had with this game. <laughs> Uh, or like you know like the the vocal minority or whatever right yeah, Where it's yeah. like when it was first announced it's like oh man this has promise it's not pokemon let's go that's great random encounters <laughs> are back that's awesome and i was bummed out by that i was like oh yeah random encounters are gone i mean they're back <laughs> i hate this and then mm -hmm. like the more and more that they say about this game I'm like yes i'm down for this i'm not like <laughs> i'm indifferent about the whole national dex thing because right, like same. If anything, I'm more on the positive side because I don't want to go through all that crap again. You know, like I'm not yep. sitting there and can't, I don't even want to transfer everybody. That's doing yep. too much. I'm just going to transfer the ones I want to use. Um, if we magically found out that everybody's favorites was was in there and so, like say, you know, I mean, yes, like every Pokemon is somebody's favorite. But let's just say there were 200 though? of them. I don't know right, exactly. that's true. I don't know. Like, maybe there were 200 that generally like aren't in anybody's top 20 percent. You know, find me um, one person as favorite Pokemon is Puku Yuku. Right. <laughs> so like if we found out that that was the case, that they legitimately were taking out the ones like everybody's favorite Pokemon, everybody's top 20 Pokemon were in this game. Would people really care anymore? Like, yes, no, they, because it's the I internet, mean, yes, and they wouldn't they would be care mad about for stuff. the reason. Yes, they, which is frustrating and dumb. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, yeah, I definitely agree with the shiny hunting thing. Like that, that was a lot of fun. In um, it's Piku Pokemon. Buku. That's the Pokemon's name. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, yeah. So all things, all the things you said, Mark. I I'm right there with you. It's because yeah, the um. Post game stuff being competitive things is a lot less fun for everybody else who doesn't care about competitive things. So having it be the wild area, honestly, all in all, just seems fun because um, post game stuff in Let's Go was honestly lots of fun, too. So, yeah, so I think. Um, but it was also kind of like create your own adventure post game stuff where like there wasn't that I mean, master trainers, that's a thing. Like, yeah, but I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Nevertheless. <laughs> um, Edwin Valenzuela says, 
do you really think the revised Switch or Switch version 2 has a brighter screen and improves um, frame rate and resolution? I feel like I noticed Rocket League ran way better when playing 4v4 Chaos and handheld on this new Switch. No. I think a lot of that can be explained by it being a new Switch, you know? Like, <laughs> not, not in the sense that it's more powerful, but just because mm -hmm. it was manufactured a month ago. Right. You know, like that sort of thing. Like you can like a lot of people were like, oh, but look, uh, Kevin Kenson, I think, did a video. And then mm -hmm. um, they're like, yeah, but like he bought two new switches. One was the old model and one was the new model. Yeah, but that old switch was still manufactured before the new one. You yeah. know, so it's still aged more than the new <laughs> one. And I think a lot of people are like ascribing like new features and different things to this thing just mm -hmm. because they want to like give more purpose to it you know like oh yeah i bought this thing for the battery life but i also want to feel yeah. special because it has more cool <laughs> things and i think a lot of the that flame is stoked by youtubers trying to like juice all the value out of it you know get every single little yeah. view everybody make it and i keep i have like this ongoing dialogue as i do with most things in the, this world mm -hmm. uh, with bob of uh, being like hey this is uh here's another video that's stupid <laughs> you know or it's like <laughs> i'm just sending him a video like here's another one that is like freaking people being like is this new thing something that's with the new switch no the battery is just better, you know, like there's yeah, so right. many five to 10 minute long videos of people being like, hey, is this thing that Nintendo didn't say was part of the new switch part of the new switch? No, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. did it really take you 10 minutes to say that? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> 10 minutes and three seconds. It's so stupid so and I hate it. And it was like, it's annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah. I will say, though, I mean, especially based on because I hadn't specifically heard this before, but assuming Bob's right and he's got to be right sometimes, you know, so uh, does <laughs> but he, does he though? in the in the Wolf Den, he was talking about how processors are, you know, like it's a thumbprint kind of thing yeah. where they're not they're just not all the same. Like some of them, you could build two of the same exact processor that like is listed as the same thing as a product. But one of them just happens to be a little bit better than the other just because. That's just how it turns out, you yeah. know, like in the same way that every time you make a cake, it's not the exact same cake. Like it's just sometimes it's going to turn out a little bit taller or different or, yeah, or sometimes whatever. Sometimes it's going to be air so, bubbles in places that there weren't before. And like, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's possible that Edwin. Also, like, it's the thing of like maybe comparing yeah. unstable frame rates to other unstable frame rates. You're going to get. <laughs> unstable performance in different ways because that's the definition mm -hmm. of unstable you know yeah uh, i really think so I, I, the, think, I think yeah. people are mostly just grasping at straws here there could be things that are happenstance so like i mean again yeah if it's if it's a question of just like randomly that processor and that switch happens to be better then that's awesome and i'm very glad that you got a better one um but i think really with the new cpu all they were trying to do like if it was a, if it's a seesaw of like we could give it a little bit more power and a little bit more battery life or whatever like they just put a hundred percent of it straight to just like we're putting it to battery life so that we don't have to even talk about all the other stuff. Just like the CPU is only going to try to get us more battery life and maybe be cheaper to manufacture for one reason or another and less hackable. Like, yeah, that's probably because I think that's there's some as far as the people, intent goes. There's some, I think it was Game Explain. They were in a test on their new switch and they're like, uh -huh. uh, did this get better performance? And the old switch got better performance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's 100 yeah. like that is not 
the reason to get this thing. It's just the right. battery. That's why you should get a new switch is if you want a longer yep. battery life or if you're if you got your regular switch and there's like even a few things that you don't like enough to get a new switch, like your kickstand mm-hmm. is getting on your nerves and you want a yep. new more sturdy kickstand, go buy that because that one's not yep. going to be as loose. <laughs> Yep, exactly. it's still I mean, going to be a garbage kickstand, but it's not going to be as loose because it's those new. are the exact kind of things that are the reasons that I'm is like battery life is like 75 percent of it. But then also like, yeah, my fan, I think, is a little dislodged or something. So it gets really loud yeah, sometimes, just like, like random little stuff. things like that, where it's like if I could just have that one, my old one, just be the docked one that is for when people come over or for Ashley to use whenever she wants to use it because it would be hers now. And like like that sounds perfect. But um, yeah, as far as I'm not expecting it to be miraculously a whole lot better. So yeah. questions from Twitter. 3D Duncan XL asks, what's a Pokemon? I don't know, man. So good. Such a true That's question. That's a deep and question. We're about to find out what a Pokemon is. Are when we, we... a Pokemon? Are you a Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if like some of those human looking Pokemon are Pokemon, like, I don't what, know. Like Machoke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. He's, he's probably about the closest there is. <laughs> Jinx, maybe. I don't know. Um, Max Wright, our good buddy, says, Speak come up for with yourself. two. He only followed me on Twitter. And then he tried to say he didn't do it. But you saw the proof. <laughs> he said he was doing it. And everybody Who's knows that say? if you tweet something, it's fact. It's exactly because you can't edit it. So exactly. That's the one. <laughs> True. So Max says, come up with two Galarian forms each. They have to fit the British theme, and I will be judging. How dare you? Because Max is British. Um, so True. we try we try to do this right before the podcast. We thought about it on our own. Um, so we haven't heard each other's, but yep. we each have two. Who's so, doing it first? What? Me, because uh, that's how the alphabet works. It. I'm going first. <laughs> really? <laughs> because M is before D. You that's, know I mean? Oh, you're so right. Wow. <laughs> um yeah that was like a whole thing um slight tangent because i don't want to give max what he wants right away i want to make him wait for it my mom was Mm -hmm. like i'm I'm naming both my kids with a because like back when she was a kid that's how they did the like you know like called the kids by first name yeah um a hundred percent it was by last name when i was a kid exactly (laughs) and now it's last name so that didn't matter you know (laughs) (laughs) yep that's so true rip dude um yep. but yeah i thought uh, two different ones one is uh a, more of a joke and another one is like that'd be cool and mm-hmm. these are both pokemon that i wanted to get uh alolan forms but pokemon company was like no stupid yep. um i want them to do a flygon that's like more like a wyvern uh, that's a european yes. thing that'd yeah, be cool 100%. very cool um but yeah, that'd be cool. And then make them, you know, make them instead of ground and dragon, make them fire and dragon so he doesn't mm-hmm. get wrecked by ice types. <laughs> yeah. Cool. My first one um, is a shaman that's even like more like a traditional hedgehog uh, because it's like, you know, it's like a, so a, I don't actually know what type is it. Right now, like normal grass grass. or just grass. It's grass, and then they have the grass and flying one. Gotcha. He might be normal as a different form. Um, So in this case, just make him ground, maybe just ground type. Um, And the reason I say that, so my grandparents lived in the UK for about twenty years or so, 
Um, so, and one of the places where they lived, I think they were in uh, Worcester at this point. While they were there, they had a hedgehog that was pretty much like their pet, like in the same way that you'll have like stray cats just come up to your house and be like, oh, you know, you put out food for them or whatever. They had a hedgehog that they would put out food for this hedgehog <laughs> that would like come to their house and they didn't like get to pet it or anything because it wouldn't, you know, do that. But they like built a little house for it out the back. So I don't honestly know how common hedgehogs are in the uk but like at least enough for that to be a thing so i think they're more common at least i've never seen a hedgehog in the wild in the u.s like tame i don't think i've ever all. seen a hedgehog in the real life ever oh so there's a pet as store far as near i my know house. <laughs> they're just actually what sonic looks like you're so right so that's what i think a shaman a ground type that's more like a standard hedgehog yeah What's your second one? My second one is uh, Arcanine, but like instead of like the cool, like, you know, like dog, tiger hair mm -hmm. stuff, he needs to have like a judge, like judge wig. That's what <laughs> I want. <laughs> That's kind of similar to mine, honestly. And then uh, I went, I went, I went the, the um, Galarian Growlithe. I want him to be like one of the, you know, the, one of the police people with the, the, you know, black hat things. <laughs> that was another thing I was thinking. Oh man, okay, we've got two similar things. I didn't. I couldn't think of what Pokemon should have that should like be the Royal Guard kind of thing yeah. with the really tall hats. Um, but somebody, a hundred percent, probably a more like, uh, what's okay? What's the fighting type guy that um, I don't know? He's blue and he's like a judo Stop. Pokemon. Yes. But that, like, I don't know, he fits the form already. So, like, just, you know, give him a one of those big old hair hats and, and things. That would be awesome. Uh, my actual other one was, I didn't specify this very well, but Snubble, but more British. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he already seems very, like, he, you know, kind of prim and proper, but, like, or froofy or whatever, while being grumpy. But just something i had i didn't think it through much because we were needed to start recording but snubble but more british so whether that's with probably like one of those big lawyer type wigs from the you know the olden days was my thoughts so there you go max i hope those have pleased you i also wanted to i thought I about something like big ben you. yeah i, hope <laughs> I thought about something them. big ben related like i don't know if uh, like a big ben wrote uh rotom or whatever maybe yeah i don't know so uh moving along Tori Robinson asks, number one, what is your single greatest fear for the new Pokemon games? Um, hmm. That you can't do multi-battles online because I okay. want to do team battles with Bob on stream. Nice. I think for me that it's like more linear than it seems like it's going to be right now. Also that it's, true. Yeah, like I just want it to be it seems like they're making it more and more kind of open and that kind of thing, especially after Game Explains last analysis, how they were like, seems like depending on if you go east or west, you'll get a different rival first, blah, 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 or something like that. Maybe those kinds of things like if it if it turns out, it's like just super handholdy linear as far as story stuff goes. That's that's my greatest fear. We'll say number two, if you could bring six Pokemon from previous gen one team, what would they be? Oh, my goodness. This is a big question. Um, Charizard, uh, Heracross, uh, Sceptile, 
There's not a lot of Gen 4 Pokemon. I like Empoleon, <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh-huh. Gen 5. I don't know if this is specifically asking one from each, because it didn't specifically say that, but if you wanted to do that, oh, which you are doing. Oh, well, I was doing hard, the hard mode. Yeah, I was going to do the easy one, because right, I'm kind of hungry. Snorlax so. and freaking... I already said a word type, did I not? I don't think I said a word type. Uh, oh, yeah, I did Empoleon. Um, so yep. I can't say Greninja. Rip Greninja. Uh, See you later, bro. Gudra. Uh-huh. That's my team. Okay, there you go. Uh, my team, I, I'm just going to go fast through it. Here we go. Squirtle, Wartortle, Blastoise. Oh my Second God. Squirtle, another <laughs> Wartortle, another Blastoise. Moving along. Number three, I feel like the news stream is a very slow trickle compared to other Pokemon releases. Do you agree? And if so, why do you think that is? Uh, no. Because what they usually do is they're like, hey, here's this. Th- it's almost beat for beat what they usually do, honestly. <laughs> Seems um, like it, yeah. We're like, hey, it's February or whatever. We're making a new Pokemon game. See you again in May. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. in May, they're like, hey, here's the Pokemon game. And here's some stuff about it. Here's your starter or whatever. And then a month mm-hmm. after that, they're like, hey, here's some new stuff. Here's some more crap. And then a month after that, they're like, oh, here's some more stuff. And then three <laughs> weeks later, they're like, here's a little more. And then a week after that, there's more. And then a week yeah. after that. And then, you know, and then like. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's it's like snowball going down the hill, snowballs and yep. like. Um, so yeah, no, this seems uh, on par. I agree. Uh, Bianca asks, "Who is the best waifu in Pokemon Sword and Shield, and why is it Marnie?" Um, they're all twelve, except for Sonia. <laughs> She's not twelve. Oh, true. So her. Wait, is Sonia the redhead one? Yeah. Cool. We'll go with that. She's not or 12. Ma- or Marnie. I don't know. Maybe she's maybe she's 24. She's 12. <laughs> <laughs> that is always, man, that's definitely a thing. Like, I kind of wish kids could play a game where they're 16 or whatever. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, 16's not. <laughs> uh, no, I know. But, like, not even, like, waifu related. But yeah. just, like, just being more grown up. Like, that's not, that's a thing. Like, Link is, what, 18 or 19 supposed to be in Breath of the Wild? Like, which still seems young, but also older than that seems wrong as well. So like, he just seems like he's in some weird chamber of age. Um, Harry Hoffert says, with the inevitable fall Nintendo Direct approaching, what franchise do you think might return in 2020? Man, so many like big questions. <laughs> and <laughs> I like it. But we... Um, okay, I, I, think, I think Pikmin, honestly... Has a um, good shot. What does like? What do we mean by return? I because like I would say just one who that hasn't shown up on the switch yet. So even oh, if it was, so I like, would say yeah, uh, yeah. That's what I would think. Hmm. Uh, wait. What videos have I made so far? <laughs> for them to, like, Ice hey, climbers. Make this They're one. They're coming back. Yeah, no, do Ice um, Climbers, man. No, Kid Icarus. Give us a good go. Kid Icarus uprising. Yep. Uh, I think Star Fox, uh, timing-wise, seems realistic. Rip, dude. Um, probably, man, I don't know. We'll, we'll keep thinking about that <laughs> as time goes on. That one might need a little bit more thought. Because, I mean, we could just throw a bunch out, but also, like... Metroid's going to come back on the Switch and all these other things, but like that doesn't necessarily mean they're 
well thought through and reasonable and realistic. Um, so in any case, Mayo Manager says, do you think we're going to get post-launch free DLC in Mario Maker 2? And if so, what? Absolutely. Um, yes. New mode is my guess. Or not um, mode, but like, you know, uh, st- game style. I think that if it's anything like the last game, well, yeah, we'll definitely get the last uh, more game styles because otherwise it's like why did they name it yeah right exactly Uh, (laughs) but i think that we'll get more content updates in the same way that we did before obviously we won't get like mystery mushrooms or whatever um but i think they'll do more new stuff where it's like hey here's the here's flood and the 3d world (laughs) style you know like different game mechanics to add to the to the game you know I think, yeah, we'll probably get at least one bigger thing like that and then more little things like how they did added checkpoints and like patches, those kinds of things. But as far as like one, that'll be a feel like a DLC where it's a new game mode and maybe a couple other little things as well to go across the rest of the game. That's what I think. So, but yeah, I definitely think we're going to get some. And the catcher 0818. Mm. 0818, I don't know, whatever. Seeing that Metal Wolf Chaos, a Japanese Xbox exclusive, got released here, f- finally. What other games that were never released in the North America in North America would you like to see get a remaster released in North America? Mother 3, next question. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then last but not least, yeah, I to answer your question, I can't think of any off the top of my head. These are all very good questions. I apologize. I am just running a little bit out of time today. So moving along. Last but not least from Discord, Lethal says, I don't know if it's ever been asked, but what are your thoughts on the idea of a live action Pokemon show rather than movies? Also, what would be the feasibility of it? Fortunately, I think there's a really easy answer to this question. (laughs) I don't think it's going to (laughs) happen. I think that the problem with that is a budget thing yeah because like for them to do it well it Mm -hmm. would probably cost too much money if they don't spend that much money it won't be worth it they could make it a netflix thing i guess yeah and netflix is like they like dumping money in the stuff so right exactly somebody call netflix i think yeah it would have to be like 10 episodes per season a season every two years kind of a thing for them to be able to meet the production budget of detect or like the production quality of like detective Pikachu and that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and even then, like the big thing in the Pokemon show is you meet a new Pokemon every episode, pretty much, you know, and detective Pikachu got away with, or not got away with it, but like one of the things that helped was having 60 Pokemon that were really varied, but those were like the ones that they used throughout that movie. So they didn't have to like, keep making new models they just made the ones that they had and then animated them you know whatever obviously it's more complicated than that but they didn't have to go back to the drawing board every single time so again a short you know a series like netflix show stranger things kind of a thing could probably make it work but that wouldn't really feel much like pokemon possibly unless yeah, i mean like, it could I feel, be different I feel like but, the only way that they would do it, it is a way that would cost too much money because pokemon need yeah. to be all over the place just like detective yeah. pikachu where they're just right. literally all over the place <laughs> yeah so it would be i mean it would be dope i still like i said another time i remember oh this was the same friend that lied about his uncle or cousin or whatever working at uh the pokemon trading card company and yeah. could get me an articuno card um 
Oh, no, it was a different friend. They both <laughs> lied. Um, this one was like, yeah, I saw a caterpie in my backyard yesterday. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I think I might have seen a weedle, too. And I was like, there's like real caterpies around. I was like dumb and seven, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> 17 i was i was 27 <laughs> <laughs> happened yesterday yeah exactly I'm still scarred by oh yep i just want to see a caterpie in real life caterpie is a dumb pokemon they'd be like caterpie i saw dumb... this i saw a caterpie easy one to lie about though i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> you can't whatever. be like dude i saw a charizard because like <laughs> if there was a charizard we would see evidence of that a long time yeah. ago yep absolutely that's about it for this episode, though, of Directly to You. Um, some of these questions, if we didn't get to really answer them, but they were really good questions, maybe we'll just make videos about them sometime. Um, but we appreciate all of your questions, and I'm sorry if we didn't get really in-depth on all of them. But that said, thank you so much for your comments and your feedback and all that. We like talking to you and the community. And John Francis, we're just going to keep saying your name over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? This episode is dedicated to John Francis. <laughs> uh we should do that we should just like oh, find yeah, like one commenter like it, even if it's like in videos and stuff and being like yo yep. like shout out to this dude he's cool or yep. a woman she's yep. cool too yeah dude is a is a non-gender biased term sort of <laughs> okay goodbye bye